When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Recorded live. Hoaxbusters call. Join the discussion by dialing 724-4477-444. Call ID 90337. Hey, what's going on here? Yeah, hey, hey, hey. It is, uh, shoot, what's the date? Uh, uh, July 13th of, uh, 2015. Oh, yeah. And the time is, it's time for a Hoaxbusters call. Hoaxbusters call. Alright, who's here? Uh, Elo Himmler, Kirinaj, Lost Reality Radio Network, and Toucan, and Wade57. Alright, good deal. Good deal. Yeah, thanks y'all for coming out. Oh, Mucus7Allen just popped in. Alright, real good. Uh, let me double check on the... Okay, we're recording. Okay, good. Yeah, I have to double check that. Anyway, um... So, uh... According to the quote, the uh, price of eternal vigilance is indifference. And that's attributed to Marshall McLuhan or Marshall McLuhan or however you pronounce his name but that is uh, yeah what is this you hear that a lot with um, you know discussions about the government or uh, the constitutionalist and the people who um you know, are statist and they believe in the Constitution and they believe in the Republic and they believe that, you know, well, yeah, that's the the price of a of freedom. You'll hear this quoted is uh, eternal vigilance. Yeah, Alex Jones says that a lot. And, uh, yeah, like that quote there saying that's uh, the price of eternal vigilance is indifference because... If you think about it, you have this thing called government, and uh, so there's people that are classified, identified as as government, and 
no, it, it, it keeps expanding, of course, and everybody, you know, complains about all oh, the higher taxes, this and that, and they're trying to get another one over on us with this piece of legislation and this and that and the other thing, and then, you know, they're listening to everybody's phone calls now, putting listening devices into your uh, blunts and all that. Well, actually, I think that turned out to be a, a hoax video. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I had a listener send me a video where some some young ladies cuts open a package of uh, those cigars you buy that are at the convenience stores and people like to cut them. I guess they um, take the tobacco out of it and put, you know, marijuana leaf in there to get high and all that. And then there's like a, a bug in there. She like cuts it open and there's like an electronic little device in there and says, oh, uh, yeah, the FBI is spying on you through, the, through your um, Swisher Sweets or whatever. And, um, but no, that turned out to be a, well, well, some guy did a video in response and he, he went, I guess, went to the store and he bought some and cut them open and said, no, there's no electronics in these. Yeah, and if you think about it, that would be a fairly expensive endeavor. You talk about a $2 pack of cigars or whatever, and you're putting some kind of a electronics in the packaging. Yeah, no, it's probably not going to happen. But yeah, no, she had the uh, spy device right next to her on the video, which is cell phone. And I mean, they've already admitted to tapping into your cell phone, even when it's off, and listening to your phone calls, and... Oh, yeah, they do that shit. Of course. But, uh, yeah, everybody gets uptight about, oh, yeah, the government's spying, they're doing this and that and the other thing, they're out of control, and, you know, and the and the, re, and the constitutionalist people are, will say, yeah, the well, that's the price of freedom, eternal vigilance, you got to keep on top of this, like, well, what you're up against, though, if you think about it realistically, is you have this group of people identified as government, and they're paid to do government crap, and then which includes ripping off the general public, and then you know expanding their power at the at the behest of the people who actually call the shots and run crap. And so you're going to maintain eternal vigilance against that kind of contrivance? I don't. How are you going to do that? And then work a full-time job, and then maybe a second job, and then you get off work, and then uh, your activities are in, are mostly. At least that's what when I was working full-time. That's was my pretty much whole existence I would work all day I would get off work okay I'm 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 drained I want to relax kick back a little bit so I go okay cook dinner do something to get a meal plan going and then you gotta wash the dishes you gotta say then you want to chill out a minute you kick back a minute uh, to do whatever um, look at YouTube videos or watch television or whatever. Set your clothes out in the morning. I never did that, but some people do. Or whatever. You just, uh, in other words, you're just getting ready to go to the work the next day and 
So you're going to maintain eternal vigilance against this thing called government when their whole existence consists of, you know, doing doing government stuff, which is includes, you know, expanding the power base and ripping people off and doing all that. So how how is that supposed to work? It doesn't sound like a very good setup to me. But oh yeah, you know, we gotta have it, and uh, we gotta have the centralized government in place. Nobody, you know, it, it, politics in general, that that never enters into the equation of whether or not, oh, can can you have a human culture? Can you have a human society without all that horseshit? I, I for one, think, yeah, it's indeed possible. Um, and then, you know, okay, Chris, who's going to build the roads? It's like, well, that that is something that's a infinitesimal matter as far as, you know, all the problems that are created by having a big centralized uh, government structure and all that. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's it would, it would sort itself out, I'm sure. People would figure out something. If there's some absolute uh, need for it, I mean, people would figure it out, but... Without a big centralized organizing authority like the government, I mean. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the price of etern- price of freedom, eternal vigilance. Got to stay vigilant. Yeah, it's just like every, just every other word or every phrase or slogan or uh, talking point or thing you hear about bantied about. Uh, in, political discussions, either, you know, on the left or the right or in the so-called alternative press. It's all a bunch of, I mean, if you just take it and think think it through, like the price of freedom is eternal vi- vigilance, I mean, you, and you analyze it, it doesn't hold up to scrutiny. I mean, okay, it's a good lofty-sounding idea, but here's the thing about all these lofty-sounding ideas and punchlines and catchphrases and all this stuff, it's not even realistic. It doesn't doesn't have any practical uh, utility to it. It's just it's just just slogans. That's how it, oh, that that's politics pretty much summed up. You know, you come up with some good catchy slogans, some sound bites, some uh, catchphrases. You know, maybe put some on a bumper sticker. You definitely want to put that up on your Facebook page with some accompanying. Uh, graphic or something and then you get a, a, a discussion going about it and they banter back and forth about uh, you know but you know make sure that it's something you know trivial and pretty much insignificant and, not, and it's not going to have any kind of real impact on anybody's life like the confederate flag or something like that um, which by the way I actually was not too much you hear about is really kind of startling too much anymore I mean as far as that kind of stuff goes but I, I was I was taken aback when I found out or at least this is what I heard is second hand information or whatever but uh, I, I tend to believe it because it it, 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 it it kind of fits with the whole oh taking confederate flags off Amazon and off eBay and uh, they were ordered by the government to do it that's that's pretty 
that's pretty uh pretty amazing i mean i never heard of such a thing i i mean but um yeah apparently that's what they that's what that's what's happened and uh i was on there on ebay i was looking for rebel flag stuff not, not that i was like interested in buying i was just curious to see what's going on there and uh, not that nope not it's not on there but then i went on there yesterday and i looked and there's like there was stuff on there, so I don't know, whatever. But anyway, yeah, it um, apparently that's why eBay and Amazon and these different online, uh, you know, retailers and all that are just all all at once. Oh yeah, we're not going to sell Confederate flags anymore because it's uh, hate speech or whatever. But um, yeah, I think that's kind of a new development in things. The government ordering that you can't sell a particular item like the, of, of that nature. And then uh, I was talking to my neighbor about it. Kind of went into a discussion about it. Because uh, he, he sells at the flea market down here and all that. And he, he has a lot of memorabilia and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's history, man. I mean, what... what uh, I mean, whatever connotations are ascribed to it after the fact or whatever I mean that's still a part of history I mean obviously but I mean you can go into all of that but um, yeah I think it ties in well with that uh, call John and myself had with uh, Jose Barrera about uh, yeah symbols symbolism semiotics and the meaning of symbols and uh, associations that are built up and uh, you know the the point where the corporate logo becomes its own kind of standalone entity of in and of itself, so that it uh, it takes on significance that it 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 never would have before, up and until there's all these associations attributed and built up with it. And then uh, we're talking about Starbucks dropping the uh, the tagline, the text, and all that, and just having the the logo, the mermaid, and uh, all of that. Yeah, Morris Lynn is asking, is a Nazi Nazi flag still legal? As far as I know, yeah. I, not, you can go on and buy Nazi flags all day long. Which is, that's that's bizarre too, right? I mean, okay, so isn't that has some bad connotations associated with it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Nazis, and it's like synonymous with evil at this point. If you're to to believe all the all the stories about the Holocaust and all that, and they're you know, so how how is that not banned too? But anyway, it's it's just it's, it's all just theater of the absurd, as far as I'm concerned, and obviously custom tailored to to get people stirred up, to riled up, to to stoke the flames of racism and uh, all of that. And to keep that perpetuated. And, uh, yeah, I made that post about uh, all the correlations between these uh, media events and these so-called real events. And, um, yeah, it was just interesting how many of them. And, and these are ones that just, you know, I came across here and there and, and you know, people sent to me and, uh, um, but they all—they all seem to be uh, have some kind of racist plot line there, 
subtext to it. And uh, but that is important, obviously, as far as the media and and the psych psychological operations and the psychic driving and stuff that were being submitted to it's it is largely to do a lot a lot of part with this um you know race baiting hysteria and stuff where yeah it's 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 part of the agenda to keep racism alive and well to keep that going to keep the divide and conquer going i mean that's obvious to me that that's part of it Um, yeah, so I got, uh, some posts on my blog, I did a call to, uh, Charleston Police Department, I don't know if y'all heard that, but that's on the, that's on the podcast, which by the way, is back up on iTunes. I found some kind of form or something online. And if you're having this problem and you're hearing this, where your podcast is has gotten delisted by iTunes, if you do, if you do a gurgle, gurgle, Google search for, uh, damn it. Just, just podcast support apple something or another form. You'll find this form, and you can resubmit your podcast, and you put a, a link to it, like a feed burner link or something like that. I don't know if you have to have another different separate link that's already was the one that was taken down off iTunes or not. I, but it turns out that mine is now different. It it points to a feed burner link instead of the previous one that was there before. But anyway. Yeah, if you hawk down that form, and from what I can tell, it was, uh, it, it's, it's like Apple iPod, or, psh, podcast support, uh, officially from Apple, I guess, but there is such a thing, and it, it, it took me a while to find it, I, I, I don't, I don't know why it's so hard to find, but, uh, just letting you know that it, it does exist, they do have tech support, even though they make you search in the bush to get it bushwhack your way around the internet to find it uh oh what was I okay yeah well, I was on the subject here yeah I just wanted to think um put a put a plug out there for outside radio and uh mammy shit and Del Quay's he's the guy he's the he's our liaison there in uh Ireland and he posts the hoaxbusters call on to those blogs and those blogs get a lot of traffic so I think that's where probably the majority of people who download the calls get the links from his site that's a highly trafficked blogs there which is outside radio uh, use that as a search term or mammy shit M-A-M-I M-A-M-A-I or M-A-M-I 
<laughs> shit. So, yeah, I just wanted to put my appreciations out there for that. The blog, navigating back to it, let's go back a couple of posts. Oh, okay, so, yeah, I posted the call up where I call up Charleston Police Department, which is uh, regarding the uh, shooting in the church, and allegedly nine people died in the church, and this Dylan Stormroof character just shot up the place, and then, uh, so, you know, you, you come to find out that there was a drill in Charleston, an active shooter drill, going on at the same time from the, I think the 16th to the 19th of June, and then this happened on the 17th, something to that effect. And that that's out there on the, uh, you know, the alternative internet and uh, news. So I just picked up the uh, old, uh, I was going to say, I was going to say receiver, and then I was going to say mouse, and then I was going to say, well, I use a trackpad, and then I use Skype to call. Because uh, it's 2015, and phones are obsolete. But anyway, um, yeah, so that call is on there, and you can check it out. And so, am I hoping that I'll get some kind of, like, a mea culpa, or, or you know, Oh yeah, you know, you got us red-handed or anything. No, 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 no. But uh like listen to that guy. I was like I, I just wanted to laugh when I was I was like at these people or I wanted to just say, "Holy shit, man, are you are you kidding me?" You know, one thing it's that okay, they can have plausible deniability about it and say, well, you know, they run drills and we don't know what they're doing and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, fine, you know. Maybe, maybe that's the case. I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I, I have no insider knowledge of how all that stuff goes down. Do I think it's likely that they're going to have the FBI in town running drills and then the local authorities have no clue what's going on. I doubt that, though. I, I really doubt that. But let's say that was the case. Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt, the gentleman that was on the call with me on the phone. And then the lady later, when I called her at the, uh, the, the, the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center website. Uh, or, I mean, yeah. So they don't know that there's... A, okay, they don't know... Uh, it's from what you gather by the call, it's like, oh, we don't know nothing. We just work here, right? That That's kind of their... their that's, that's the stance that they took. But, uh, yeah, okay, let's think about that for a second. So you have this event. I don't... Okay, I should have asked them, oh, you know... I, I, okay, because you're getting smarmy and all that at that point, but... oh. Do you know that there was a shooting in a church in Charleston? When I called the Charleston Police Department. Did, did you know that? You know, to get smart-ass with them. But no, I don't, that's not necessary. But I, I guess you could. I mean, after that call, I mean, I think that would have been a, a you know, a, a appropriate stance to take with them. Oh, do you know about this or that or not? Because, you know, it's like your position is that you're, you're living on the, you're living in the 
freaking Marianas Trench or something. Like at the bottom of the ocean in one of those uh, bell suits. It's like what, you don't, okay, you don't know that there's a drill going on. Okay, fine. But what about after the fact, and there's FBI and ATF agents at the scene, and that, that never entered in the conversation and never the word got out, oh, yeah, we happened to be here. Oh, no no kidding, Joe. What, what What's going on? Oh, yeah, we got a drill. Oh, oh, yeah, what you what you got drilling on? Oh, active shooters. Oh, you don't say, Joe. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, that, that discussion never occurred after the fact. Like, that never was something that was, like, a, a, a curious thing or just, like, you know, it's notable, right? Notable that, oh... Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, the gang's all here. The FBI, the ATF, yeah, they're oh they're already here, from up up around different parts of the country. Just happened to be here on a on a drill. Oh, isn't that wow, boy, <laughs> what luck! Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that's not notable, so that they they, they don't. So, but when you call, they don't know anything about it. <laughs> we don't know. No, uh, we don't know. We just work here. We don't know. We, why are you asking us these questions? Uh, well, for one thing, um, you're the police, right? And you work in the town where the shooting happened. Okay, that. And then and the other the lady. I mean, come on. How ridiculous are these people? H- how stupid do, do they think the average person is? I mean, they really just, just think that, uh, oh, yeah, whatever they say, and, which is true most of the time. Like, whatever they say. You know, if they tell the average schlub, you know, this, that, and the other thing, you know, is oh, they're, well, they're they're police, they're FBI, or, or you know, <laughs> law enforcement, or whatever you want to call them, and oh yeah, I just believe everything they say, because that that's what I, that's the impression I get that that that's what they're used to, because you know they're not used to having to you know think fast on their feet and come up with some kind of plausible thing. They're just like oh well, we uh, we don't know nothing about. All the FBI, the ATF, and everybody being here on the scene, uh, accident, you know, just happenstancely and coincidentally. No, we don't know. We don't. Uh, why, you know, why are you asking that? Qu- I, oh, you saw that on Facebook? Like you kept, you know, asking me if I. That's like, uh, no, it's on your, it's on you know official government site, and that's not, you know, no, not not Facebook, but you know, he he was insistent on that. You know, I, I was. Uh, you know, fishing around on Facebook, and then I, I got sent one of them, you know, viral links on Facebook, and that was all. That's what it all was about. But yeah, you know, that I guess that's the new way to just, you know, wave your hand at something, and then you know, oh, you saw that on Facebook, and then that automatically invalidates it. So that that's the new way to do that, I guess. Oh yeah, you saw that on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's so automatically by association, it's uh. Not not valid if it if it turns up on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, there you go. I mean, our officials or whatever you want to call them. You know these people. Okay, here's another thing too. I wanted to say. Um, it's, it's interesting to point out. Uh, so when I'm getting pulled over on the side of the road or something, and then like oh. Uh, what's, what's the problem, officer? Oh, you weren't wearing seatbelt or, or whatever. Your tag is expired. Then it's like, you you know, their position is, I'm the law. 
you are going to, by God, do what I tell you. And if not, you're going to get hurt. And I got the full faith and backing of the United States government and all my posse and everybody. That's who I am. And you better get that straight, son. You better get that through your head. Okay? You, you comprende? You understand? Okay, that's the cop that you see out on the street. But listen to the phone calls I make with these people. When I call them on the phone and I'm asking them a direct question about their government, their people, their outfit, their shit. It's like, I don't know nothing, man. I just work here. Why are you asking me? It's like all of a sudden, oh, I don't have any responsibility. Oh, I don't have to answer those questions. Those aren't, you know, that that was somebody, that was some other department. That's not my department. Oh, your department is only to fucking push people around when you see them out in public. That's your fucking department. That's all you care about, right? I mean, that just pisses me off. That's 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 why I I like I like I, I I enjoy making those calls because it's like I, I I like to I like to hear them squirm. I, I like to hear them just you know you just hear them just their their fucking smoke's coming out of their ears. They 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 don't know what to say. They don't know what they oh, and then and they do the old tired. Uh, fallbacks to oh that's not my I don't know nothing uh, I I just work here or I I you know wh- what do you what do you why are you asking me and then you know yeah this, these are the same people that if you go into the office and you got some business or something and you have to pay a fine they guarantee you will tell you where to pay or where to do this or you better do this or you better do the other thing and then if you ask them then. Oh yeah, remember when I called you? You said that you didn't have nothing to do with anything. You didn't know nothing. So, but you know this now, right? You know this. You know this for a fact that you're in charge and you can tell me what to do. You do know that. You know when I'm in your presence and you got a taser and a pistol and you you got your posse and you got your jail. So that's what makes me sick about these people. I mean, they they have all this authority, and they're damn proud of it. Uh, yeah, they don't even have to know the law or anything like that. That's all just, you know, you, you just better do what I say. That is the law. That's, you know, you could go back and go to the wall of calls on hoaxbusterscall.com or calling the calling these cops up and stuff on the phone and asking them questions about the law. It, it's like, they, oh, I, well, where's your law? Well, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I'm not an attorney. That they'll give you that shit too. Oh, what? Really? You're not an attorney. You just enforce the law. Is that what? So it's it's just asinine. All of it. It's just it's just it's just horseshit. It's despicable. It's ridiculous. But yeah, ask them a direct question about something that's like oh, okay. It's 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 a child could understand it. Oh yeah, they were on the scene. Oh how yeah how about that? And you know I I didn't even bother to go into. Um, because that was, uh, I think I made the call on the anniversary, on the 7th. That was an anniversary of the 7-7 bombings, allegedly in bon- uh, uh, Britain. Uh, yeah, where they're, oh, okay, yeah, they just happen to be doing drills. Of the same scenario, of the same bus line, and the same thing, just happened to be doing the drill. Same thing on 9-11, happened to be doing drill, hijack airplanes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Boston bombing happened to be doing drill of uh, uh, backpack bombers. Same thing that supposedly, allegedly, really happened. Uh, um, 
Sandy Hook, of course, had a drill going on, active shooter in the school drill. Aurora shooting, had a drill going on, active shooter in a, in a theater. And then I called the dude up. That's on the wall of calls. And at the university and stuff where they were, you know, where they staged that drill and all that that was right in that area. And he's he's like, no, nothing to see here. Our drill was about uh, a rock concert in a, in a movie theater. Sir, yeah. You know, why are you asking these questions to me? I'm not, I don't know, I don't, blah, blah, I, I don't, uh, theater was a rock concert, not, the, uh, nothing to see here, I don't know. It's like, yeah, come on, you people. It's like, uh, and then, okay, yeah, these are the people that are your authorities and your administrators and your people, and, you know, you're supposed to respect them and give them all this deference. But don't don't ask them any like actual questions about anything. And then then all, then all of a sudden they're you're like your uh, uh, they're your uh, oh they're just deaf, dumb, and blind. Uh, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Wait, I don't know nothing. What, what do you ask? Why are you is and, and what what gets me too? It really gets me. It's like why it's it's this kind of. Uh, attitude of like why are you asking me oh well uh uh like who am i supposed to ask you call the contact up she said she was the public relations person that deals with the public that answers questions about something that i saw on the media oh that's not me it's like i don't why are you asking me well for fuck's sake you're the public relations person and it's like ah okay yeah, I'm getting upset talking about this. Just, just come on. Wow. But are they going to come out and admit to anything? Of course not. I don't expect them to. But come up with something better than that. Just, just say something that makes some kind of sense. Ah, oh, man. But yeah, your authorities. This is a bunch of bullshit. So I'm moving up to the next post. So I, I ran across some uh, a website there that has some really interesting photos with the Apollo moon hoax. And if you think the we really went to the moon, like I asked that guy on the call to the Charleston, because he's saying, oh, the next thing, you think like, you know, maybe... Like these people that are out there thinking that there's a guy on the grassy knoll and that we didn't go to the moon. And, uh, yeah, and then I ask him, oh, you think we went to the moon? And he goes, like, certain, you know, like, absolutely we did. You know, like, yeah. But he didn't sound very convinced to me. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure he is 100% convinced that we went to the moon. Like a lot of people, you know, but it's, you know, come on, folks, it's 24 freaking 15 i mean if you look at this stuff look at this stuff look at it look at the, the look at it man i mean look at the look at the capsule look at the lunar launch thing take it off it's so absolutely retarded it is so absolutely uh it's just yeah it's just so obviously just cocked up it's just not it is not depicting reality people Get a get a fucking grip, okay? I, I don't want to 
I don't like to cuss too much, but sometimes I just, I can't help it sometimes. I mean, just, it, it, this stuff just pisses me off. But, um, the fake moons and the camera tracks and all that stuff, hey, yeah, there's pictures of it and there it is right there that link to, look at it, look, look at it. And, uh, oh yeah, we had a, you know, a scale model of the moon like 20 feet tall or something like that. And this is like dude standing next to it. And it's like, man, this thing is freaking huge. They went through a lot of trouble to make a scale model of the moon like that. It's like, wow. And then, and then they have like next to it, like this uh, section of the moon with like a, that's even, you know, that's an enlargement of the uh, craters and all that, like this moon surface. And then, and then they have, uh, Another one that's kind of even more detailed, or kind of three levels of detail with the with the big giant twenty foot tall moon. That's that's pretty interesting to look at, ain't it? And um, yeah, these uh, camera rigs and all this stuff set up, and then 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 a, then a exact replica of the lunar module that was you know supposedly orbiting space. That's all rigged up with. Uh, ways to project imagery on the front so that, you know, it, it, it looks like it could be going over the surface of the moon, but it absolutely isn't. It's, 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 it's just special effects. Special effects. And then they got the pictures of the, of the stuff that they faked the moon landing with out there on the internet, and there's a link to it on hoaxbusterscall.com. Check it out. Um, but that, yeah, that, see, I mean... Here's the thing about that too. It's that uh, this stuff can exist out there, you know. I mean, what more proof do you need than that? But you know, okay, that's not good enough for some people. Oh yeah, they you, they built all that to to run drills to run simulations, and you know, it's all for. But you know, they did it for real. It's like, oh well. But and you know this how? After looking at this stuff, you know that that's not what you saw. You didn't see that. It's like, come on now. And going 250,000 miles anywhere, that's an extraordinary claim, and that uh, that demands extraordinary proof, right? Um, yeah, knowing that they had this stuff in a studio is... Uh, and then they... When they... Then, you know, with that knowledge, they go show you something that is, uh, you know, pretty sketchy at best. But but anyway, you know, yeah, maybe for its time, it was pretty convincing. And uh, But uh, come on, it's time to grow up and look at this shit, you know. I, I'm so, this is like people are really, you know, I mean, people like smart people. And they're like, they, they, they think it was real. It's like, that's, 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 that's a long ways. 250,000 miles. But while I'm on this subject, I found some really good videos on the YouTubes. And I took a snippet out of them. And, uh, yeah, I'll have to post those on my blog maybe later. But, uh, yeah, let me play this real quick here it's only like a minute 
see. As we get further away from Earth, we'll pass through the Van Allen belts, an area of dangerous radiation. Radiation like this could harm the guidance systems, onboard computers, or other electronics on Orion. Naturally, we have to pass through this danger zone twice, once up and once back. But Orion has protection. Shielding will be put to the test as the vehicle cuts through the waves of radiation. Sensors aboard will record radiation levels for scientists to study. We must solve these challenges before we send people through this region of space. Wait a minute. We must solve this issue before sending people through this space? What happened during the moon missions? Didn't they go through the Van Allen belt as well? So... I don't know, just wanted to point out this discrepancy where in this video, this guy is talking about how the equipment can fail and the navigation can fail and we're going to have to figure this out before we put people through it. Well, what's to figure out? Didn't you guys figure that out like 50 years ago or something? Just very strange that they would say that. Did they spill the beans? Maybe. Well, if you... Yeah, maybe they spilled the beans. I don't... Yeah. They spill the beans. Well, it is really interesting that they say that. That's a from uh, an official NASA. They're talking about this Orion spacecraft that's supposed to go up to and it's supposed to go out in outer space. It's supposed to go to the moon. It's supposed to go to Mars. It's supposed to do this, that, and the other thing with people in it. And uh, but as they're explaining it and how it works and all that, they said, "Yeah, yeah, we had to." We had to surmount the problem of the Van Allen, Van Allen radiation belts and all that. And, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. And uh, they did say that. But the question is, you know, does that mean this new thing is real? Is that what they're trying to kind of wedge in there in some backhanded way? Like they're admitting now in some sort of... Like, what is that? What is that? That doesn't really... I have a hard time making sense out of that. Uh, okay, here's another one. And this was a Eurovision interview with uh, the International Fake Station. I mean, Space Station. And, yeah, just listen to this. Okay. And what comes after the International Space Station once its mission is over? How do we ensure the presence of humans in space? Well, that's a great question. Uh, the plan that NASA has is to build a rocket called SLS, which is a heavy lift rocket. It's something that is, that is much bigger than what we have today. And it will be able to launch the Orion capsule with humans on board, as well as uh, landers or other uh, components to, via, to destinations beyond Earth orbit. Right now, we only can fly in Earth orbit. That's the farthest that we can go. And this new system that we're building is going to allow us to go beyond and hopefully take humans into the solar system to explore. So the moon, Mars, asteroids, there's a lot of destinations that we could go to, and we're building these building block components in order to allow us to do that eventually. Maybe, or, you know, I, I believe so, a, a Star Trek reality will, uh, will, be, will, be, will become true. There you go. Well, that's pretty interesting, right? 
Oh, well, yeah, we, uh, low Earth orbit, so it's about as far as we can get. This will get us beyond low Earth orbit, and he's just talking, just like the whole moon hoax thing never happened. And, uh, oh, we're going to do it for real this time now. We're for real going to the moon now. That, that's what it sounded like. Like the moon hoax never happened. Like the whole thing never it took place. How bizarre is that? I mean, that's just... Yeah, you gotta... Gotta really be, uh... Sort of tentative around this stuff. Like, where... It's like, what are they doing with this stuff, you know? Like, what are they trying to get it, get out there? Because, you know, a lot of people are on to the whole moon hoax thing. And are they trying to sell it as... The, okay, this one's real? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand that. Why would they say that? That's that's very very odd. Um, I don't know. Do the majority of people buy it? Do they think we actually went to the moon? And so there's no need for to deny the moon hoax. But uh, yeah, that that astronaut NOT seemed to be denying the moon hoax ever happened. Oh, well, yeah, this will go out. This will take us out to the moon and all that this time. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, very strange. Yeah, and I tacked on that woman at the end. That was from another part of the interview, but I, I thought that was funny what she said. Oh, we'll make this, we'll make the whole Star, you know, hopefully we'll make the whole Star Trek thing, like, really, really real. It's like, yeah, yeah, you said a mouthful there, sweetheart. Yeah, it is just a bunch of bunk bunkum, and uh, it it's just interesting. Is it sort of a slap in the face to people, and it's inside joke maybe that they that they put that into their scripts, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's really interesting though. Uh, wow, wow. So yeah, there's that, this stuff that I ran across, and, you know, it, it's just part of uh, the thing that's people refer to as government. Man, that's kind of shit that they do. They just run scams on you. How many billions of dollars go to NASA? What are they really doing with that money? I mean... What what could be done with that money? I mean, something that would benefit the average person. I mean, they could probably retrofit every friggin' household in the whole entire country with, uh, I don't know, solar panel, or wind turbine, or something, and and let everybody have, uh, you know, a break on their electric bill or something like that. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna here's a project. We're gonna outfit everybody with. Uh, you know, uh, uh, some kind of wind turbine or something where you can get uh, your electricity, and we could set it up. We could set that up in a grid where, oh yeah, if, uh, I'm not at the house and I'm not running no AC or nothing. You know, but my my uh, unit up there is generating electricity, and my neighbor needs it. You know, it goes to them, and everybody kind of shares and trades, and it's a you know a little wind turbine they got now that's like really efficient stuff you know you see that stuff online out there of course it's out there it's like you know there's really good ones out there and stuff like yeah yeah 
you know, let's do this for, you know, no, does that kind of thing ever happen? No, no, huh? But no, it sent billions of dollars to do shoddy moon hoaxes and all that. Uh, but of course, you know, that's, uh, okay. how are you supposed to be eternally vigilant when you don't even know what they're showing you is real or not? Oh, they're doing a good thing, going to the moon, learning about space, and yeah, what what it came out of the space program, macaroni and cheese and tang, man, they're good things. We need them things, and microwave ovens. That came out of space uh, program. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But no, no, no. This still goes on. And they're still running the scam. And uh, they're going to continue with it, I guess. For as long as so-called United States exists. NASA will be there running scams. The no, it's just, just. Well, obvious to me, but no, not to a lot of people, I guess. And they think the whole thing is for real. And then uh, we'll keep thinking it's real. So here I got uh I'll see what's on the fakeologist site. Fakeologist.com. It's got some postings on there. So I read through this before I go on the calls. It's got some stuff about uh NASA. And all that. So yeah, I have a gander at that. That's a good site. Get some infos about what's really going on. What do you own space? No, NASA does. And uh Yeah, stuff about nukes. And how that's for fake too. If you thought nukes are real, you're mistaken. They're absolutely 100% fraudulent. And they were created in a Hollywood studio, admittedly. Well, not admittedly fabricated, but admittedly. That's where all the footage came out of. And we talk about that. And uh, came out of a Hollywood studio with Hollywood personnel. All that footage of the big, big, big scary bomb. I see now it is at the top of the hour. Who is in the chat? Go back to the chat window here. Yeah, Elohimler's still here. Flat Earther's still here. Jim in China's here. Cool. 
Kiranaj Yan is here, cool. Mapchick is here, cool. Marslin is here, cool. And Network and Wolfman 9 is here. So I'm going to play the telephone number. If anybody wants to call in, feel free. Um, I think what I'll do here too is take a short break and play maybe a song if I can find it. Um, oh, well, I don't have this loaded. Or at least if I do have it loaded, I, I'm having a hard time locating it. But, uh, yeah, what I could do is, um, uh, put it into, um, uh, well, no. Let's see here. Let me play this, and I will, uh, play a song afterwards, and come back on, and maybe there'll be some, uh, caller enters. And we can, uh, oh, we'll, we'll, uh, chat. And this is a song that a listener sent in a while back, and I was going to tack it on to the back of one of my calls, and I never got around to it. And this dude's like a real good guitar player. He listens to the Hoaxbusters call. And it's about the law, and it's got Mark Stevens in it. And it's a cool tune. And so I want to play this other thing. And I'm going to play this. And then we'll come back online. Momentarily. So. Let me get my shit in order. Here we go. Call. Hoaxbusters call. Join the discussion by dialing. 724-444. 
start with me yeah that uh, that rocked rather uh, wholesomely there appreciate that um, yeah I wish I could play guitar like that 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 is uh, yeah that's your sound like a perspective of a, a judge telling you well I think that's from one of I think that's like a snippet from one of Mark Stevens's calls, or a, or a court, a recording of a court case, and that's what the judge tells him. <laughs> yeah, don't start with me. Don't start with me with that um, uh, logic and reason and all that. That that's not gonna stand up in my court. 
can't be having that asking me where my jurisdiction is, what facts and my facts and evidence that my jurisdiction is based on don't start with me with that mr. Stevens yeah don't don't do that that that's uh, yeah that's how you get uh, talked to oh yeah just you talk to like they talk to you like you're a kid or something oh yeah don't start with me don't don't start that with me it's like well yeah you just get attitude you get uh, an appeal to authority that's based on nothing okay so uh, yeah I hear people say this you know I've got this comment back it's like well you don't believe the government is real you don't believe the courts are real well how about when you go to jail you'll know it's real then it's like yeah I know that they'll put you in jail yeah I know that they'll shoot you and kill you yeah I know that they'll beat you with a billy club yeah I know that they'll tase you and you know spray you in the face with pepper spray I've had it happen to me uh, yeah did it really hurt for real yeah uh, yeah it's all real but uh, the question is is what you know what is the authority based on like what is the what is it based on other than the fact that you know there's this belief system out there and people you know subscribe to it and they'll act upon it and uh, but beyond that there's no nothing to back it up other than uh, a bunch of fairy stories about powdered wig men and they scribbled some stuff down on some parchment paper and they stood around in some uh, building somewhere back in the 1700s and they hashed all this out and they said okay everybody behold your glorious constitution here it is and this is the law of land from like now on and everybody is uh, a subject to it and that's just the way it is and we're the powdered wig man uh, you know and we're better than uh, we're gonna declare our independence from King George and he was you know you know st we still model we still model ourselves after royalty you know as far as our appearance and everything and our behavior and everything and our actions and everything but no we're better and different and no this is America this is a new thing and uh, this is what we do and this is the law and that's how it all happened and that's you know where the Constitution came from and then George Washington he like chopped down a cherry tree or some shit and then like he 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 wouldn't lie to his dad about it and that's how you knew he was up on the he was on the levels in Masonic speak and then he you know that's you know he was a great man and so great that he could you know write shit down and it's just law forever those those cats and then yeah yeah and then um yeah the judges and the cops and the and the lady on the phone and everybody gets their authority from that and uh okay well it's it's a interesting story i don't know i wasn't there i heard they were slave owners and i heard they did it in a, a closed door session and the public wasn't allowed in and i heard that uh but you know i wasn't there and then you know they were you know uh very wealthy individuals generally speaking and uh, they created this thing called law 
just kind of a stroke of the pin, law of the land. Somebody made a big deal out of that when I think Obama or Bush. I mean, there's they're they're the same entity basically, but uh, so it doesn't matter. So, but one of them said that oh about executive orders. Oh, stroke of the pin, law of the land, kind of cool. I think Bush. Bush, Bush Jr. said that. But, yeah, so well, isn't that how it always is? Isn't he one of the special God people, Bush Jr.? He, his daddy dealt drugs with uh, Clinton in Mena, Arkansas, and shipped all kinds of drugs and shit in and and uh, ran cocaine into Arkansas and, and ran guns down the Contras and, you know, whatever that was all about and on and on. and all is, Yeah, and then... You know, they didn't, none of them went to jail or anything for it. So, yeah, I guess they're the God people. So, yeah, stroke of the pin, law of the land. Kind of cool. Um, that's the way it is, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, what is that, Clinton Chronicles? I mean, that's something that came out in the 90s and then, um, oh, we got a caller in her. Uh, yeah, but yeah, check that out, Clinton Chronicles. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. Even if half of it is true, it's like, wow, man, seriously, Bill Clinton and his uh, his little exploits and uh, what all went down there, and it's, it's just you know, uh, pretty much just really over the top fraud and everything. You would expect no less from a presidential candidate, though, of course. And then the Bush family and stuff were in league with, you know, of course, you know, it's like uh, they're they're the God people and the and and uh, they have like just absolute immunity from just any kind of uh, repercussions of their actions, of course. But um, let me bring this caller on the right now see what's going on with network yep hey, hey what's going on how you doing what's up, man? all right how you been uh pretty good not too bad trying to stay you in the ac try to keep cool uh that's correct yeah, uh, yeah I'll, oklahoma I'll now we're I was wondering why your show keeps starting at like nine. Right. Yeah. Like I, uh, yeah. It's actually what time is it here? Eight when I start. And oh, yeah. yeah, for it's, it's kind of like I'm kind of used to it being dark, and it's kind of easier for me to kind of concentrate. I guess uh, sitting oh, down yeah. and yeah, you know, it's like if it's sunny yeah, out yeah. and and you're inside, and then it's like, uh, I feel kind of agitated, like I need to be doing something else if I, instead of sitting at a computer, you know? But, uh, yeah, still, so yeah, it's, it's just... Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'll change it later or what, but this seems like a pretty good time, because it seems like uh, when I did it earlier before, like, uh, nobody showed up until like 9, so I said, well, why don't I just start it at 9? Well, you know, only like a couple of people would be showing up at eight, and then like, then more people would showed up like later. So it's like, well, I just start later, you know. 
So yeah, that's, that's well, I just, part of it. I too. knew you were going to California for a while, so I didn't know if you were back or not. Yeah, I've been back uh, since the 27th of June. Almost a couple yeah, weeks now. Do you make calls to those uh, Charleston, Charleston people? Have you listened uh-huh. to like the videos about how that another hoax bullshit? Like the pictures of Dylan Storm Rude. Just how ridiculous is his name in the first place, you know? Yeah. Stormroof. Like, I mean Stormfront. The race. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Clues Forum has like, some Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that Clues Forum has some photos they've you know, that was put out in the media and stuff with that Dylan Stormroof character and then uh pointing out that he has a real distinct mole on his left hand and then other photos it's just not there at all i thought that was pretty interesting like oh yeah exactly what's going seen, on with that i don't know i haven't seen anything on police forum about him i just saw this in a video somewhere where it's just his laptop sitting on the bed and his computer cord plugged into the wall so we cut and go straight into the bed it's totally photoshopped Plus that flag he's holding, the rebel flag. It just, the handle doesn't look right. It looks like he should be holding the beer, but he's holding the flag and the lines just gone straight through. It's more just Photoshop bullshit. They, they mix in this for whatever reason they do it, man, but we always notice it. It's like they want us to notice it. Yeah, it's uh, like there's some element of that to it, yeah. Yeah, and. That church is uh, Episcopal. You know, that's kind of like Catholic light. There's a IHS right on the podium where they're preaching and shit. I don't know what they do with these people, but I'm sure you saw about 28 million fast-track to the families from the feds. You know they got $28 oh, million? 20, $28 million, wow. That's... Yeah. From the federal government? Yep. Really? The families <laughs> no, of the victims of that shooting. Yeah, I looked that up. Like, when the hell does that happen? In Chicago for the nine shootings per week they have? No. Yeah, I never it's heard of that bullshit, before. Man. Man. Oh, yeah, straight up, crazy. yeah. Just, yeah, when you see something like that that's so pumped up in the media, you know, that, that just that fact alone is probably enough to settle it as far as it being some kind of absolute staged hoax event. Yeah, of course they've been pushing the racial thing so hard that this racist white guy kills a bunch of black people in a church, you know? And they've been going on and on with the race bullshit since, what, Trayvon? Yeah. Well, you heard uh, we were talking about that me and John and uh, Jay Dyer was on the call with the movie that came out just a few months before this so-called shooting. And so in the movie, they have a, a shooting in the church, but it was sort of the inverse thing where the church was a white racist church and the shooter was a white guy, but he was being mind controlled by a black person. 
And, <laughs> What's uh, that? Uh, yeah, this is your last interview with uh, Jose Ber- Barrera or something. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know wait, what it, no, it was the one before that with uh, Jay Dyer. Oh. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so in the film, it's the inverse. They have the the it's it's, it's a, like this massacre that takes place in a church, and the it, it's a black black individual that's controlling a white individual and causing the through some kind of subsonic mind control device through a cell phone. It's it's pretty bizarre, but yeah, uh, that came <laughs> out like right before the shooting. It's, that that is just not coincidental in a way, but um, uh, that, that's well, really you know, sorry, especially the way that of, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, so they have the same scenario, only it's just turned inside out. As far as the the you know, oh, you know that's, that's the way they love doing for a man, black and white, reversing things like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it um yeah, it is, it is like uh definitely written into the script and you know, then then they have an event that so called, you know, re, a, a real event that you know is is the same thing and it's just within months of you know, and then but there's all kinds of other examples of this too. That's the thing. Another thing about it, it's just like the drills. It's like, well, you know, one. If you had one of these incidents that corresponded with a drill, you could maybe say, okay, that's could be coincidence, right? I mean, okay, there are coincidences, but you know, when you have so many of them, that it just. Yeah. At, at what point does it become just ridiculous? Where, you know, it, it, it's. The idea that it's coincidence is absolutely insane to think that would be coincidence. You know, you, you, this is no way it could be coincidence that you have all these events corresponding to all these drills. And that's that's right, so obvious. I try to argue this stuff to people. That's how I try to argue it. Like um, probability. Like, don't you understand that this cannot possibly happen according to this basic law of probability? The coincidences, you know, but people <laughs> yeah. often just still don't see it. It's like it can't be a coincidence this many times. So you brought that up to people, and they just still don't get it. They just don't want to. I think they, they do still actually, chalk it up to coincidence. Like my family, they don't really uh, look into stuff deep. You know, they just whatever the news says. Okay, that's what's happening. They go about their life. And they kind of look at me kind of crazy because I tell them it's bullshit, but when I show them why I think it is, I think they understand, but they still don't want to go the extra step to full realization of what's going on with it, you know? The next day, they'll still listen to the news and think they're telling them something real. Yeah, it's really just... It's really astounding. I, 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 I don't know... At this point, okay, because, you know, it's like, okay, yet another one, and I, and I get to thinking about it. It's like, okay, how many how many instances now does that make? And, uh, yeah, I, 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 just, like, just trying to list them off. Boston bombing, Sandy Hook, 
then there was a drill in Columbine, and then Aurora shooting, and then it's on and on. So you know this this makes another one in a in a big long list, and uh, you know. That's that's one thing out there, you know, it's like, what else do you need to show, okay, something's going on with this shit, for sure. And, uh, yeah, Oklahoma City, same thing, they had a drill going on at the same time. Like, all, you know, these high-profile, you know, so-called events. And, um, well, you know, it, it it's like the, the moon hoax thing, or the Mars hoax thing, or something like that. You, you um... You got your drills and your simulations, right? And they'll do a lot of mock-ups and a lot of, you know, okay, oh yeah, we want to simulate this as closely as we can, right? And so, yeah, you look at the, like that link to my blog where I got all, you know, all those pictures uh, showing all the models and stuff that where they used on the moon hoax. And... Um, so yeah, okay. Uh, why did they go so much trouble to make it so absolutely spot on, in accordance to what you saw on TV? Well, that's because you know that you know that's what they used to you know simulate it, and then the simulation was made into reality by everybody accepting it, and that's and that's what goes on with all this stuff. That's what happened in the nine eleven. That's what happened in the Boston bombing. All this stuff. It's 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 a simulation, and it's. Hyper real, hyper realistic. They'll say that you go and read this stuff on these drills, the stuff that's out there officially. They're going for hyper realism, and uh, yeah, they just go ahead and take it as far as uh, letting everybody believe that it actually happened. You know, up to and including fake funerals, uh, people that I, you know, I think in the case of nine eleven, they had about. Um, from different stuff I heard about 400 people that uh, uh, really lived and really had jobs probably at the trade center. And, you know, they worked on the, you know, one of the few floors that were actually operational. And, uh, and when the time came, they were, I think, relocated to some other place and given a, a pension for life and, and set up in a nice area to live, you know, and, yeah, what was the big bank with the Lutnick guy? Uh, L of a C or something. The big bank with uh, Howard Lutnick. I can't think of the name of the bank. My brother-in-law's an accountant, and he went to Italy with one of the guys who supposedly died. So, of course, when I told that to my family, that I think there are a lot of big sims. They're like, this guy I went to Italy with died. So... Can you think of the big bank that Howard Lutnick was the head of? I remember him because he's a total fucking douche, and his brother supposedly died. Far, uh, damn, I don't know, man. One, the the big bank, the big bank company that was supposed to have died in the towers. Some of their people. Yeah, let me think. Uh, um, there was uh, oh. Damn. Oh, I'm just drawing a blank now. I don't know why. Me too, man. It's see something, but who cares? But yeah, my brother-in-law says he went to Italy with the guy who died and the towers, you know. Everybody finds some kind of connection to that, but 
you go look at the victims and look at their background and stuff and the phony ass pictures they have. And obviously something's going on with that, man. They fabricated death. So, whatever, man. It's hard to prove, but it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, you have to look mainly at a lot of circumstantial evidence. Like, uh, I mean, you can go into all the stuff that that's in certain circles, intelligence operations and, you know, different uh, stuff like that, where that's it's, it's really a common thing. And there's a whole apparatus set up to do just that. And then, you know, then, of course, there's the witness protection program, and everybody's familiar with that, where, you know, they will, you know, fake your death. You know, if you're into some kind of trouble or something like that, and then you don't don't actually die, you just go somewhere else to live, and everybody thinks you're dead, and it's outside of the mind. Have you heard of the term sheep, sheep dip before? I never heard of that until recently. Yeah. Looking at this Charleston thing, you ever heard of sheep dip? Yeah, that's where you're given a completely different identity, and it it all pans out and everything. If somebody does a background oh, check on you, uh, that, I got that from Willie Lowman uh, blog. That's one only few uh-huh. I still kind of look at because sometimes he busts the hooks, you know. And this Charleston thing, he's calling a hoax, and he mentions sheep dip. But I've never heard of that. Because it's hard to think of what they actually do with these people and their families, you know? According to the Urban Dictionary, the phrase sheep dip is commonly used in intelligence circles as a way of saying something, saying someone has been given an alternative identity, the best known example being Air America, but it's also many other covert ops applications. And Air America is back in the Vietnam War. So, yeah, this is something that is you know a, a common practice in intelligence circles and it's it's something that's you know there's all this apparatus set up to do the do this sort of thing and to to suggest that they did this on 9/11 I don't have a problem believing that uh you know where do they get the people to participate in that I don't know there's plenty of people that are down on their luck and out of work or you know struggling through life or would when mine having a good secure paycheck and will do just about anything to get a you know to get out of their gambling debts or their you know mob is after them or something like that and it's like well yeah just you know we got this job for you and that's you, you just got one job and that's just to move when we tell you to and then you're we're going to set you up with a you know with your moving expenses and you're and you're going to be set for life after that and then how how easy is that and then, uh, yeah. yeah, but since it's not in the, since it's not in the forefront of the average person's mind, like they, they think suggesting something like that is somehow like outrageous or, you know, it's like, but no, it's not. That's like, that's, that's something that has been done and it continues to be done. And, uh, there's, there's really nothing that special about it other than, you know, most people aren't aware of the kind of stuff that, you know, of course, intelligence oper- intelligence agencies and stuff are up to all the time, but um, yeah, they could but definitely... Think of how many already had ties how, how many already had ties to intelligence agencies before that like, I've heard numbers before like a few million actually have ties to intelligence agencies you know? If they're not directly working for them, they're family members of intelligence. It's just so massive in America, the whole propaganda intelligence out, um, 
industry, you know. Yeah, I think the way they did it on 9-11 is like you take about, you know, so you got 3,000 alleged victims, right? And you want everybody to think that's how many people died. But you, you know, do you need to have uh, 3,000 people go into some sort of something similar to a witness protection thing where they disappear? No, you only need to have like a, like a percentage of that as long as it gives the impression because that will, that will, you know, create the perception that, that that people died when you see you know actual funerals and then actual probably grieving people that think the individual is dead uh that would help uh, to create the illusion and you know that that is uh i think that's part of pulling off these operations i don't you know, no kids died on sandy hook and i, mean, I think like anybody that's looked into that at all you know you can't you can't draw any other conclusion it's like that that whole thing was just a uh, you know there's there's a reason why all the parents are you know look look a little bit too old you know uh to have that that young of children and the reason why is because you're looking at pictures of them when they were younger and their their, their children are probably already grown and moved on now and uh they they uh you know probably don't have maybe no associations with them or anything anymore very little but uh, and, and even if you did see them, you they could say, "Oh, this is my you know nephew or whatever." But whatever, you know, it's like that. How easy is it to pull something off like that? It's not not that hard. And uh, the, the, the clown show around that proves it to us, you know. I think this is what a lot of people get hung up on if you tell them that these people aren't actually dying. They they get bogged down and trying to figure out how could they take this like this no but i think it's a common practice i mean it's been proven to me just seeing how many bullshit psyops they pull off so people aren't dying i mean it doesn't look nothing about it is real well like a good movie to watch is the uh prestige and it's about these two rival magicians and one of the one of the things in this film, you have these two magicians, and they're they're having a discussion about this other other magician, this uh, Oriental guy. That's uh, he has this trick where he makes a, a big fishbowl appear on stage with a fish in it. And they're trying to say, how the hell does this guy do this? You know. And it's after it's after the show, and they can't figure it out. It's like, okay, this guy is crippled. You know, he's he's an old man, and he can barely walk. And they're watching him leave the, uh, you know, he's out. He the show's over, and it's out in the front of the street. And the guy's getting into his carriage, and he's walking with a cane, and he's like struggling. And it's like it's like that guy. It's like there's no way that he's holding this thing between his legs because they're saying that's the only way he, he could be able to do this. Is he's he's walking out. He's got this long kind of. Um, kind of traditional Japanese uh, uh, kimono on or whatever they call that uh, and where you know the, the kind of robe and then he said well yeah he's just he's just carrying it between his legs so like, well, how, how is he doing that he's 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 he can barely walk you know look at him and it's like well that's part of his act the the one one magician says that that is his act he says that's how he got out of poverty and that's how he he knew that he had to go to these extreme links, and that's what this movie is kind of about. It's like the extreme links 
that the magician will go through to 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 pull off the illusion and make it convincing and sometimes they go to like absolute extreme lengths to do it and and the average person they they will not accept that because they they've never kind of they're not it's something that's unfamiliar it's like oh somebody will go through that much damn trouble just for a joke and then Penn and Teller talked about this they have they had an interview with uh, 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 Dave Letterman or something. I think they were going on Dave Letterman's show, and they were talking about the trick that they did with uh, on Dave Letterman's show, where they um, they open this box and then you know it's it's empty, and then later on, it, all these cockroaches come pouring out of the box. And they said, "Oh yeah, we had to find a bug guy, and we had to like sedate him and put him in the refrigerator, and we had to do all this other shit, and we had to hide, find, you know, we had a whole mechanism and stuff set up to hide him, and then uh, fire him out on a on some kind of tube into the box, and all this other stuff." And they said, "Yeah, we've we've we figured this out and worked on this for like months and months, figuring out how to pull this off, and we practice it and." And then, you know, they get on stage and it takes like, you know, not even a minute to do the trick. But it's like, you know, holy crap, how do they do that? You know, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, that's part of the, you know, trickery and hoaxery. It's, it's, you know, it's, you know, to pull something yeah, off, to pull something off like that. Yeah. How long were they working on the um, 9-11 magic trick, you know? They freaking programmed it for years like further back than anyone oh, yeah. <laughs> years and years decades maybe even long I mean, who knows how long the MH17 plane that supposedly crashed and one of their pictures had a card of Daffy Duck the black magician freaking ridiculous oh really yeah they took a picture of the ground, basically. There's nothing there but a little bit of luggage and uh, an old Daffy Duck book that says The Black Musician on it. <laughs> and they have a few cards. That was uh, in the wreckage where? I think it's the MA-17 crash. Not the one that disappeared. Oh, okay. No one ever found it. It was the one that actually crashed. Yeah, that was one yeah. of the pictures that was uh, mainly shown to people was this Daffy Duck shit saying the black magician. What are the chances of that shit? Somebody on that plane was sitting there reading a Daffy Duck book about black magician, really? Fuck no. Right, that yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, kind of a lot of a lot of parallels to magician's tricks. And, um, yeah, that's what the moon thing was. It was just a big ma- magician's trick. And they use yeah, the Hollywood stuff, and they use the yeah, whatever, whatever means at their disposal. Which you got like an unlimited budget, so you know. You know they name all this shit after um, Greek or Roman gods or whatever, even the planet. Do they really believe in their magic that they uh, we we eventually find out about, or what the fuck are they doing? It's like Jack Carson, you know, he was with Alistair Crowley and actually was appointed head of whatever Ordo something some kind of Templar Orientis or yeah Jack Parsons the head of Jet Propulsion Laboratory was appointed as head I mean how fucked up can it get (laughs) yeah 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 and 
heavily involved in magic and all that and then uh yeah go to work for jpl nasa and all that and uh yeah there's a reason why you know you see all these connections between hollywood the cia uh these uh michael aquino like intelligence army intelligence uh church of satan and all that and then um uh magic and magician's tricks and uh and that sort of thing. It, it, it's yeah, about uh, alchemy, which is which we talked about before. Kind of the idea. It's not really about turning uh, base metals into gold. It's about transforming a, a, an individual or people. And uh, yeah, they're doing that through your mind. I mean, why why do you think there's so many obedient slaves that obey the system and they don't ever question it? That that takes some doing. That's some that's some uh, pretty potent psychology at work there, and uh, so that that is a practice that has uh, been honed for ages. You know, it's like how do you control somebody's mind and manipulate them to the extent that they become basically a, a mind-controlled slave, which is what the general populace is. I mean, we're basically mind control slaves i mean why does everybody have the same pretty much identical lifestyle or you, you know you go to work and then your rest of your existence is preparing for work and then you know you, nobody questions it nobody questions the 40-hour work week they just accept it you know it's it and nobody questions it when you get a ticket you just go to court and you pay it or you you know send it in the mail or whatever you you just accept it you know it's you know a lot of people get angry but they don't ever go as far as questioning the whole entire premise of the system that it's based on but how, how did they get to that point well that's through lots of conditioning that it didn't start with when they were born it started with their great 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 grandparents you know yeah well I know at least one of your listeners wants to know your opinion about the sudden explosion if you notice the the shape of the earth controversy yeah all of a sudden um, that's a that's a big topic now uh-huh yeah I have a few thoughts on it but nothing solid it seemed to kind of come on the scene too quick and you know intentionally push for me man it's just like all of a sudden bam all these people are pushing, well, a couple of people are putting out a bunch of videos saying the earth is flat. And then there are tons of supporters, you know, who log in and like their videos and don't have anything of their own. There's kind of this thing about whether or not it's a psyop to try to make us look like morons for pushing the flat earth or what? Have you noticed any of it? No, I, I mean, I could uh, see that. Yeah, I could see how, you know, you want to uh, get people on board with that. And then, you know, just saying or entertaining the idea is enough for, you know, people, oh, you know, they'll, they'll hear that. And then, oh, this is, oh, flat earth, how ridiculous is that? There is, no, you know, no way that I can uh, go along with anything else they say. And then... Yeah, you know, you'll see that, especially like on YouTube, you'll see like uh, some some 
pretty straightforward stuff about you know maybe fakery or uh, you know a lot of stuff we talk about here, the Apollo Moon hoax and all that, and then oh yeah you know George Senior is a reptile and he shapeshifts and all that you know that and then they'll be they'll be promoting that too, and then they'll be promoting. Uh, I'll see your comparison. You know, yeah, so yeah, definitely an attempt to lump all this stuff in together and to discredit it, yeah. But uh, is the Earth flat? I, you know, I, I, I still, to this day, I mean, I, I, I look at a lot of the, you know, from time to time, I see the, the flat Earth stuff, and then, you know, it, it, they seem to make some really good points. Yeah. There's coming to some other stuff that I'm not... Uh, have a satisfactory explanation for but you know what you know i don't i don't feel compelled to make some kind of like definite determination on it at this point anyway i don't but um like but when somebody brings that up or something like that am i gonna say oh you're an idiot oh you can't talk about that oh that's stupid or no i mean that's like i because i don't know of a certainty that it is round i mean i know that i've been told that that it's a sphere you know um but then there's other things that were yeah I, I don't know man I don't know it, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, hard it's thing just, to uh, talk about really I know this um, this just started up really quickly and the guys are really personable the people who are pushing the flat earth idea and there's a couple of them who are the main guys you know and the guys who are saying, no, 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 you can't do this, you can't say this, you're fucking up the truth, and they're really annoying to me, but I don't know, man, there's, there's not enough proof either way for me to really say. I don't really want to name names, and you know how that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, then, you know get into arguments and then uh you know debate back and forth about it and that that's sort of the tactic i think there too you know and then of course anybody kind of dropping in on it or something like the discussion would be like oh this is just batshit crazy i'm not gonna listen to you this know, there are major channels who are calling out hoaxes and stuff like that right they get a lot of views on youtube i'm sure you know about these people who in uh, Google Chats or whatever and have a pretty big following. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of the ones who are saying you're trying to fuck up the truth movement, you know, with this flat earth stuff and you just stop talking about it. And then you have other people who are saying we need to be able to look at anything and question it. And they're in a big fight with each other. And even the few who are pushing the flat earth, they're in a kind of fight with each other. Like the main guy who has probably the most, he wrote a book on it, right? He probably has the most proof about it that he can sit down and state in an interview. He's done a lot of interviews if he followed it. He'll say like, but now he's uh, kind of, he just put up a video saying Hitler versus the Jew world order. So he's saying Hitler was a good guy, you know, after presenting all of his flat earth ideas. He's taking the side so of So he's, like he's like a neo-Nazi then, right? Well, 
apparently he went on an anarchist uh, interview and said he was an anarchist. But then after someone else called him out about saying that the Holocaust was a hoax or whatever, questioning the Holocaust, he put up that video, which is totally pro-Hitler. <laughs> so it's all <laughs> yeah. fucked up now. Well, then you got that whole thing, and it's on Red Ice Radio, a lot of this white nationalism stuff that's kind of now I've noticed that is getting heavy rotation in the alternative media scene in certain certain circles there, and uh, mm-hmm. that, that kind of came about. I saw that develop kind of relatively recently, and then now you got that kind of coupled in with the Flat Earth stuff now coming... Uh, the prominence, and then, um, yeah, what is it is uh, an attempt to formulate this guilt by association thing, where it, which is, uh, oh, well, yeah, you're one of those people that um, thought, you know, uh, Hitler was uh, God, God's gift to mankind, and that uh, he had nothing but good intentions, and uh, this this other whacked out shit which is to me i mean it's just okay i don't I don't care who you're talking about a hitler mussolini stalin or mao or kennedy i don't give a shit they're all frauds all of them are frauds they're actors they're they're front men and they don't they're really as they're as significant as um you know hulk hogan you know, as far as how Hulk Hogan has more sway over what, you know, the outcome of something is going to be as far as, you know, <laughs> the way the world is going to operate. You know, it's, it's he's a persona. He's an, he's put he's a character. He puts on an act. And uh, that's about the summation of it. Or, you know, maybe as you know, any given soap opera, the characters on there like yeah. Uh, that's how I see Osama bin Laden. He's just a he's just a character that got written out of the script, like in a soap opera, and there's nothing much beyond that at all. Whether he was real or whether he's not real or he even existed or not, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. But um, uh, but as what he is to me is some sort of persona, a character. You know, so is so is. Uh, JFK, so was Obama, so was uh, Bush. They're just characters, man. And that's that's all they are. I mean, there's really no different than uh, any kind of actor that gets kind of typecast into a certain role, you know? Like, uh, you know, na- name one. Like, oh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator. It's like, is he really the Terminator? Is he really a, a robot from the future? That's, no, not for real. <laughs> But you know that's the role that he played so much that he's 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 now tightly associated with that. But uh, he also plays he's also tightly associated with uh, this role of governor of California. Does he really run California? No, he doesn't run California. No, he doesn't. But he's he's the front man for for that apparatus out there. You know it's, that's all he is. He's an actor. And he's he's acting a different role now as 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 a governor. That's why, that's why they, you know, you got him, you got Jesse Ventura. Well, I mean, Ronald Reagan. It's like they were big time performers and stuff before they became uh, governors or presidents. And uh, oh, it's natural that you'd see that. 
my dad said was. Ronald Reagan was a great president. I'm like, he was a great actor, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a script reader, and he could really he could really do a good job of reading off those really uh, patriotic sounds. in the conservative movement, man. Yeah, somebody that can really read those words, yeah. <laughs> really put on a good show. Yeah that's, yeah, that's exactly what they need. I mean, they're absolutely right about that. And they're absolutely right to to fixate on an actor like Ronald Reagan because that's, you know, you want somebody <laughs> that can act for your show, your stupid dog and pony show, your bullshit. That's exactly what the truth. So like, Hillary scares the hell out of me, man. I think she's one that would throw people in the camps. <laughs> I remember Donald Trump wins and her. Yeah, I don't think it makes any difference at all. But no, she's scary, <laughs> definitely. I mean, but it, you know, is is that a role she's or a persona she's taking on? Or um, yeah, I tend to think there's a lot of dead bodies surrounding her and Cl- and Bill Clinton, and <laughs> uh, you know, because I mean, you know, I think they were so. Aw- over the top and outrageous in their corruption, that people would be holy crap. What is going on? People, something's got to be done, and then you know they end up dead, maybe. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that uh, whatever the case, it's like they're not going to be running anything. So, so whatever's going to happen is going to happen regardless of who's, who's, who's the you know persona that's going to be. You know, yeah. put propped up there next time. I mean, you know, it, it's we can't really. Oh, he died. Oh yeah, she's an absolute hide, man. She's just ridiculous. But, um, yeah, it's yeah. Are they just totally callous and bloodthirsty and um, just totally opportunistic? Um, uh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And and corrupt and compromised and all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, that way, you know, they there's no way they could actually um, reveal any of the truth or try to try to shoot it straight with people and all that. Once they do get in a position of, uh, you know, the center of attention and all that, they can't, you know, say anything real because there's all this dirt piled up over the years, you know, and you know that's why. You know, whoever gets in there is probably just oh, like really seriously corrupt. Yeah, like you know, everybody idolizes JF. Not everybody, but a lot of people idolize JFK, and he was a womanizer, a drug user, had all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of dirt on that dude. And uh, yeah, there's a interview. Yeah, Pierce Redmond was talking about it with the I forget the other guy's name. It was on some podcast, but. Yeah, they brought that up. It's like, okay, why would they need to shoot the guy? It, you know, he had so much dirt on him. I mean, he's a, a flanderer, a, you know, hard, you know, partier, like a just a, like a frat boy, you know. And uh, well, yeah. that that's why he's president, though. You know, you know, somebody that's just not going to ever get any notions of actually, you know trying to, you know, let the cat out of the bag or anything. Yeah, you read anything from Miles, Miles Mathis' blog. I've seen him uh, quoted a few places. 
about his take on things. He's kind of a takes a faker angle on a lot of things and has tried to expose a bunch of the psycho killer bullshit, you know. Miles Mathis, his take on JLJ is kind of funny, man. He, he thinks that there's kind of a king thing going on behind the scenes and JFK was the last president we actually had, but he wasn't really a president because the powerful families, the Kennedys and whoever the hell else, uh, Morgans, I think he says, actually took over rule behind the scenes after they faked the JFK death. So that's some deep <laughs> conspiratorial there. Oh, so, so he says they faked the JFK assassination? Well, yeah, he says they faked the JFK assassination, but their families took over behind the scenes and we haven't had a real president since. Like, the, the shots are being called by, uh, a cert, by certain families that are not on the stage now. Like, I think he says his brother, who had faked his death a long time ago, I think, you know, the tragic Kennedys, right? All of them, a bunch of them died just in weird circumstances. He thinks yeah. that Kennedy and fake his death because that's the last time they were going to put one of their real people in front of in front of us. That the powerful families now rule behind the scenes as kings and royal bloodlines. I don't know, man. I read this a while back, but it was pretty entertaining to read. <laughs> Miles Mathis. Yeah, I don't think that, uh, no, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, they have, somebody just commented on my analysis of the JFK Secret Society speech just right before doing the call, and it was basically just saying how stupid I was and how wrong I was, and that, you know, he, JFK was trying to warn us about, you know, the CIA and the Freemasons and all that, and it's like, well, no, not really, because if you listen to that speech and you think about the context that the speech was given, it was given during the Cold War, and they were t they were talking about that all the time, just like they talk about the Al-Qaeda and ISIS in the modern day. Well, they, you know, if you listen to his speech, his, his famous secret society speech, in that speech, he's, he's clearly calling for the need for a greater government secrecy. So we need to, you know, we need to, you know, have, you know, the idea of the secrecy is repugnant to any, you know, uh, free open society, but hey, we got the, we got the damn commies are coming after us, man. We got to, you know, and he's, he's addressing the press. He's saying, okay, you, you know, when the government tells you Shut your mouth, you need to shut your mouth because we don't want the commies to get us. That's basically what his speech was about, if you listen to it. And then you think about the context of which is in it and listen to what he's saying. It's like he, he yeah, wasn't, the last he wasn't thing I exposing secret societies. Yeah, I think the last thing I took from that is that he was talking about the Russians when he was referring to the uh, yeah. grand conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the Russians, the communists, the communist threat, the. And then there was a the whole thing with the, uh, you know, the Red Scare. Just, yeah, read up on all that shit and read up on the history that was going on then and uh, the McCarthy era and all that shit. And that's, that's, 
That's what they were talking about. That's what they were working everybody up into a lather over the fucking Russians are going to get us and, and, and infiltrate our society. And, uh, they're, they're, um, you know, they're trying to subvert us. You know, that's talking about the KGB and the secret police and all that other stuff. And then, you know, he's talking about how they'll, you know, they don't have any kind of, uh, moral boundaries is what he's suggesting you know it's like but you know of course we do over here because we're the good people we're the good guys and you know it's just just uh, absolute bullshit it's the same bullshit that they're feeding us now with al-qaeda it's it's the same same thing same thing like you could take now his speech twisted into him saying that he was sticking up yeah. for conspiracy theories basically nah no way now you could give that speech to obama and then he could do it in the context of you know okay Al Qaeda is coming to get us and it it would it, nobody would blink bat an eye it would be just it fit right in and you know take the same exact speech just you know just swap out the parts where he's talking about the the Ruskies and put in the Muslims the Muslim threat or the Al Qaeda or whatever they're calling it nowadays ISIS or whatever did you see that video on my blog? Wow. What is it? Yeah, where they where they're doing the beheading, and somebody's filming it from the perspective of behind all the uh, studio lights and the cameras, and the oh, people yeah, standing yeah. around. I saw that online, but I, I didn't I didn't watch it yet. And that was supposedly was leaked. I don't know about that, but. Uh, yeah, I I, that's how they did it. It's so fucking obvious. Oh, that was a little one when I saw that. He was like, copy it or watch it before I delete this. I didn't see it on your blog, though. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, and then there was, uh, yeah, that's been around a while. Uh, uh, well, that story was. I, I never well, seen I that video that before. Day, that's, that's pretty new. Yeah, I, I don't know well, if that video is new or not. Yeah. I just saw that video today. I don't know what, um, when it was made, but I've seen plenty of ISIS bakery all their beheadings are total bullshit yeah there was a story that came out several months ago about a hollywood studio helping isis and they were talking about oh they're gonna they're gonna bust the people involved for aiding and abetting the terrorists and all that just utter bullcrap but um (laughs) Yeah, a, a limited hangout there where they admit, oh yeah, it's shot in a, obviously in a studio, I mean, come on, I mean, look at the videos themselves, if anybody thinks that shit is real, I mean, they got real, a real problem, uh, easily tricked, I mean, because that, that was so shoddy, I mean, obviously green screened and all that, but, uh. Oh, well, I showed my family yeah. that that same exact scene was shot by. Um, some director several years ago, Turkish or something, had that first beheading scene or whatever, same outfits and everything. They knew I was right, but still they just shrug it off, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know that a Turkish director, <laughs> they've had copies of that exact same scene with orange jumpsuits and the guys in black with a knife. Shot in like 2012 or something. What was it called? Called the fucking ridiculous. What was, Maybe, it what, called? what was it called? 
Yeah. Oh man, it looked like the first one who was uh, allegedly beheaded, Chris. Uh, yeah, I don't know his name. But anyway, you can just type in ISIS, probably Turkish director, and you'll see it on YouTube. It's the same damn scene. I mean, the same exact outfits and everything. They just copied it. See, that's hard for so me to see. do that on purpose to make a question that shit. Turkish director. Yeah, you should just put in uh, Turkish ice if you like it. Oh, here we go, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a TV show they did it for. Oh. And the guy decked out in the same black ISIS outfit from the guy in the orange jumpsuit being beheaded. I mean, it's identical. Yeah, it's all fiction, man. <laughs> it's all just fiction. And, yeah, that, that news story came out. And do people still take all it all seriously? Of course they do. Because what has to happen, and here's the thing about it, it's like, you know, this stuff could come out in just so many varied ways, you know. And uh, there's all kinds of shit out there about suppressed technologies, about, uh, you know, fakery being done and uh, all this other stuff. Well, I mean, you know, it's talk about all the drills and stuff. That's, that's, uh, you pull that off government websites. This stuff is still up there, you know? It's like, well, oh yeah, they had drill scheduled on Sandy Hook. Pull down the PDF from the, uh, the, the official government source. And look at it, and uh, yeah, it's it's still out there. But the point I was trying to make is what has to happen in order for the majority, or enough for people in general, or the mass consciousness to be prodded. The the mass media has to um, talk about it, and they have to talk about it on all the channels and all the outlets. At the same time, just like they talk about, you know, Kim Kardashian's naked butt, and they have to, like, hammer on it, like they're doing with the uh, Bruce Bruce Jenner bullcrap, which is absolute bullcrap. I don't think the guy's oh even... God. I don't think he's even queer. He's dating women. I mean, give me a break, man. The guy is just acting... He, he got into acting for a brief spell, and he's probably better at this verite shit where he, he, he pretends he's, like, really doing, you know, and uh, he's just he's just doing this role. I mean, come on, he's, like, what, in his hey. 60s, and now he, all of a sudden he decides, oh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm really a woman, I want to be a woman, and then date, he, he but he's dating women. I, I don't... Yeah, it's of like, course that was okay, on, that doesn't that make any sense. family guy. I was on Family Guy like two years ago. Damn, Bruce Jenner was a beautiful lady. <laughs> Brian the dog. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I man. saw that. They planned this shit in advance, and somehow these, these people enact it, and everybody falls for it. Yeah, um, they yeah. planned this in advance, and how did Family Guy creators 
so they're so intimate with Bruce Jenner. They knew that he was going to do this in the future. Like they taught, they spoke to him, and they knew that he was going to. I thought that was all just some decision he made of late, you know. But no, it's like yeah, it's all planned in advance, and it's all to suit an agenda, and to just bombard people with this transgender crap. And President Obama was supposed to be on one of the 9/11 flights. They also put out the Boston oh, yeah. bombing thing. They were running over people at the Boston Marathon on Family Guy like two weeks before the bombing actually happened. And set off two bombs in the same episode. Yeah, so, same so, episode yeah. is a Boston Marathon reference and a terrorist bombing reference in the same episode. Yeah. What yeah, the fuck? That. <laughs> is that coincidence well, any possible fucking way? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, yeah, there's a long line of those, too, where it's, oh, they come out with something a week before it happens and where they're making a not-so-veiled reference to it, and then, you know, it, yeah, it just... Little Wayne's that, video, the same day as Aurora, he had Batgirl in a cage and a bunch of people being shot in a theater. The same day as the Aurora shooting. That was, like, one of the first things that was really else, really. Yeah, we talked about that, and in in his video where, you know, it's inside of a theater, and there's all these skeletons inside the theater and all that, when, when they're framing the shot, and they're doing all the, the, the dancing around and all that, as far as, the, you know, the kind of central scene that they're part of this video, uh, you see the, the 12... Skeletons, which is the uh, twelve victims on Aurora. It's like okay, yeah. so how does that jive with the idea that they send an M- MK Ultra dude in there, and so they can actually do that and then get the precise kill rate that they want and everything? I just do not believe that. Man. Exactly. That's no. yeah. That's telling me that the whole thing is fucking scripted, and. Just like we're talking about with magic tricks, they'll go through great lengths to make the shit real. Like I was thinking, what do they do? Like they had a a private screening of Batman, and they conducted this in some sort of contained area where, you know, they had control of everybody that was there and everything, and then they stage it and stuff like that. And then um, I really couldn't find anything that backed up that idea, so. It, <laughs> It kind of made me led me to believe that okay maybe they you know they they stage this shit and they do it amongst uh, the the populace in general but then that that that's kind of that's kind of tough to believe if uh, you know you get somebody in there that's concealed carry or something and then they shoot the actor that's shooting blanks at everybody and then you got your actors in the crowd that are pretending to be dead and I mean yeah, yeah that I, is but how this yeah, that's so hard to figure happen. out. They always happen in uh, gun-free areas. I mean, they always live in gun-free areas, but that is still questionable. <laughs> Somebody could be there with a gun and put it into their little show. Right, but then there's probably a, a pretty slim chance that somebody would be in there with, with a concealed carry if it's uh, a gun-free zone, like you're saying, but you know, still that it seems like it would be possibility that would be disastrous, you know, uh, to the plan that is a must-be, you know, so, 
but the but somehow or another I'm convinced that it, it, it takes place in a tightly controlled environment and I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think people are actually dying I don't, I don't I, I, there's too much circus, circumstantial evidence out there kind of that points to like uh, yeah the, the, the crisis actor thing the you know the duper's delight and on and on that, that point to it being some kind of fabricated hulk stage thing but can you yeah, prove it? Yeah, it was the, the, Bush, the Bush lesbian talking about she got grazed in the head by a bullet. She's sitting there smirking the whole time. You remember that? Right. The Rorschach, right, yeah. the short hair lesbian thing. I got grazed in the head by a bullet and I, I escaped. It's so cool. It's amazing. It is magic. Yeah, and then you get the uh, interviews with the people that are there on the scene, and uh, and, it, and it sells it. It sells the illusion, and um, you, you have the pictures of the people that uh, you know supposedly died, and then um, yeah, but this this idea that they could pre they could pre predict the uh, number of victims and everything beforehand with that much accuracy so that's just too hard to believe I just don't think there's any way possible to to pull that off with any kind of but you know if if it's a scripted phony baloney thing then it's like yeah it's easy really easy and uh, that, but see you know people won't accept that oh well people are going into a witness protection type thing and uh, people of all different kind of walks of life, uh, children, you know, mothers, pregnant mothers, uh, and then there's like the people sustaining injuries and the different stuff. It's it's hard to believe something like that could be faked to the public, but yeah, it can be done. But it's like, what? How do you prove that that's what's being done? Well. Yeah, it gets sometimes it gets so sketchy. It's like, well, you know. I think it, one of the guys there had allegedly bikes from uh, Newtown, Newton, whatever you want to call it. He was from there. He biked to Aurora and was involved in that whole hoax. Yeah. And now he's a big gun control advocate. I think he actually he was supposedly shot in Aurora, and he was from Sandy Hook. <laughs> so fucking yep. ridiculous. Yeah, what he was on some chances, sort of man. probability just cancels that all out if people only knew. Yeah, the same guy him. is some articulate spokesman for gun control, and he's all into that, and he's all willing to do that, and he just happens to be a guy that was from Newton, and he just happens to be at Aurora, and just happens to get shot. And... Oh, he was biking across America in order to get shot. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, what are the odds and what is the likelihood and you know and then you take into account that there's this uh, gun control push legislation prepared beforehand that they roll out you know days afterwards and it's like oh like look what we found under the desk gun control legislation and it's all ready to go all we got to do is sign it it's like well that it all planned out, all scripted. It's got to be done in such a way as, like, it, you know, it's fail-safe. 
and what better way to do it than to fake it and use use uh, these people and we talked about this how all during the Cold War they're building and creating the spy culture and the whole pretext for that is that you know of course the, the commies were going to get us you know so we had to be down and dirty with the commies or they were going to get us and we had to tell lies to each other and uh, build up this spy culture and uh, what use for it is there in the modern day well I think uh, we know the answer to that if you're looking into this hoax and fakery stuff and these traveling troops of actors and the CIA and Hollywood and all this other stuff then it starts to it starts to come together and it starts to make sense yeah yeah it's hard for people to believe but that's that, all this stuff is not hidden you know that we're talking about with the spy culture and all that that's 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 admitted stuff and that's how you know people go through extraordinary links and stuff like that to you know go somewhere to move away from their families and to to get established in a community and to do this you know spying for for our side and do all this stuff so the and this is intergenerational so this culture gets set up and these are you know probably the people that we see doing this stuff and participating uh, or it's probably in in this uh uh and these families that are part of the spy culture that's very real it's a very real thing that's not something that's off the record it's officially admitted that all that shit went on for decades years and years uh still active today in a different form Ten years has probably done the most damage or uh, convinced the most people of something going on, of anything. I know a bunch of older people who question that shit, man, after they see anything about it. You know, you can watch Gene Rosen, for fuck's sake, and say, this guy's a creep. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, there's all the footage of there where he's, like, impersonating his lines. And all of that, you've seen all that. Yes, obviously acting, and then he flubs up his lines, and he gets things wrong, and he, you know, he, he, you know, does another take, and then they, you know, it, so obvious, but uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, you're looking at this, uh, this apparatus that's in place that that that. Uh, you know, they hire these people and they'll get in front of the camera and cry and tell lies and stuff and they get paid. Probably get paid pretty good. It's like, that's not too far-fetched, I don't think. Uh, they'll just keep dancing around it. I mean, what's welcoming out I'm going to be in it. Uh, a whole lot of people know that's bullshit. What the fuck are we going to do about it? That's why you talk about the state, right? Well, I mean, yeah, people have to understand that that's a fiction, too, you know? Yeah. It's the whole thing. It's, it's, you know... I agree, man, but we're so... We're so deep in it. America is the ultimate state right now. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. In my lifetime, I don't see it reversing in any way. I agree with you if we did it voluntarily... Uh, from scratch somehow 
we reform better societies, but as it is, I don't know. I'd rather just expose the fuck charge that rule it right now. Yeah, as long as you understand and uh, that you live in a in a culture in a society that is basically operates off just lies and deception and um, and you know you may think oh well I don't really know what to believe anymore and oh it gets so kind of depressing and discouraging and well you know if you look at the other side of it. It's like, well, how much trouble and pain and aggravation can I avoid by knowing the truth? That's the way I look at it. It's like, I, you know, I, I stopped wearing my glasses three and a half years ago. And what kind of set me up to start to, to do that was, you know, like this other stuff I'm aware of. So, like, so when that idea, when I was presented with the idea that, Oh, glasses, eyeglasses, and corrective lenses and stuff is are, is just some kind of a money-making scam on one level. Uh, that it, you know it's really detrimental to your eyes, is detrimental to your health, and that you shouldn't be wearing them. You need to do do something else, which is like the you know the Bates method and stuff. I talked about that a lot. Once and once I heard about that, I was really open to ideas like that because I understand that that is definitely fully and firmly within the realm of possibility. And here I am today, and it's like I haven't worn glasses since. And I can see great, man. it's like, uh, well, I mean, would I have done that if I was kind of content to stay within the typical uh, go-along-to-get-along mentality and I didn't really made it a point to question too much of anything? I don't think so. You know, uh, so, yeah. Well, the first time I got glasses, I actually got corrective lenses, too, and I felt my eyes actually hurt more with the lenses on. So you're not, oh, yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. It just kind of sucks that small victories seem like they're only the only thing we're going to accomplish in our lifetime, man. <laughs> Well, it's a victory, and it's real, and it does have a real effect on your life. And but you know, that's just one example. I mean, yeah, I, I, I you know, there's other other things too. You know, it's just that um, they may not be so as impactful as that so much, but you know, altogether, yeah, it's it's. Well, let's it's a, say there's a you, you know, have a theory has has has. You know, credibility, short-sightedness is something the government came up to sell glasses. What if there's a yeah. point and most people realize that the government is full of shit? Have you considered what happens at that tipping point? <laughs> Would that be a I mean, the whole... Uh... The whole entire system, the stuff that we're told about to believe in, and, you know, we, t- we take it for granted, is the opposite of the truth you know it's like uh it's like the i i i've seen some stuff and there's there's uh articles like in the american journal of medicine and all this is like uh, uh doctors are the third leading cause of death in the united states and if you take into account all the underreporting of of uh of the the medical um 
related deaths and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's probably by far the number one cause of death. And it's like, how many people are aware of that? Like or even talk about that. They don't even, people don't even talk about that. So I never hear yeah, anyone so. mentioning that lens crafters did nine eleven. Bifocals can't melt steel beams. You never heard anybody say that. Never heard anyone say that. This never happened in the discussions. Oh, you know, no one ever you, brings up that, that death is the leading cause of death in the American United States. Um, I think that guy was just a jokester. Oh, uh, really? I couldn't, I couldn't tell. Am I on mute? Hello? Hello? I got uh, two callers I just unmuted from California and Randall Thor. Is hey, correct? can you hear me? I can hear you. Are you calling from California hey, hey, or... You're breaking up a little bit. Yeah, sorry. My, my phone's a bit screwed tonight. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's cool. So where are you calling from? Uh, I just moved to California, actually. And, uh, yeah, my, my uh, boy here told me about this show and just said I should call in early and see what's up. Oh, great, man. Yeah. Uh, How did you find out about the call? How did your son find out about the call? Uh, well, my, my son, Big Jim, uh, he's been listening for a while, I think. Um, he should be on the line with us, actually. Uh, he's on the other phone in the kitchen. Uh, Jim, by Oh, him. cool. Jim. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. How long hey. have you been listening to this thing? Jimbo? Uh, at, least a, at least a minute. A uh, long time fan. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, did, did you uh, find out through TalkShoe or iTunes or yeah the talk shoe website that's what you're always talking about he's always on there calling people and stuff oh cool great yeah I've been on here for a while oh over four years something like that oh wow let's talk to us around did you see that that picture where um it shows the same actors crying in front of 9-11 and Sandy Hook. Uh, no, uh-uh. Do you have a link to that? You can put uh, it in the chat. Well, I was looking at this article, and there's this one woman in particular that seems to be there at, at whenever there's a shooting on the she's right. Yeah, I'll get some kind of feedback. Uh, you guys are California, oh. right? Let me try it. Yeah, out. we're. I think you're talking about a Harley guy and somebody else, huh? Harley guy? Who's the other guy? Yeah. Oh, the Harley guy was at the Sandy Hook funeral? Big Jim. I don't know. You have to look the. the I've heard a Harley guy most often attributed to other hosts. Hmm. Yeah, sorry guys, I'm getting some kind of feedback, and I don't, I don't, I, I think it's maybe coming from your end. Actually, sounds like your end. Well, this is the thing. I mean, I, I think someone's been tapping our phone since we started listening to this show. Do you know anything about that? Oh, there's all kinds of fuckery going on, man. But <laughs> um, 
Yeah, sometimes it's technical shit. And, uh, yeah, I'm not hearing it now. Yeah, I'm calling. I'm using Skype. Yeah, I just use the phone because Skype fucks for me so much. I'm getting, yeah, there's a lot of weird things coming through on the other callers. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to. You're probably doing that shit right now. Well, is that on you guys in? Sir, I don't joke. I'm here and talk. No, I heard that. Right. I don't know. All right, Chris, it was good talking to you, man. Got to work tomorrow. Okay, bro. Right. Okay, take care, man. Good, good talking to you. I'm a good one. Conspiracy on. Hey, can uh, I, I wanted to talk about the cloud seeding. Oh, okay. Do you know how much that's something I just started looking Hey, can you uh, try calling back in? Because uh, your, your connection is really uh, breaking up there. Like, I, I can just I'm barely hear you. I suspect someone's. Yeah, let me mute you, and then you can get that problem sorted out. And maybe try calling back in. Let's unmute four twenty and see what's going on. Hey, what's going on, four twenty? Hey, hey, hey. Who's this? Can you hear How me? How you doing? I can hear hey, you. Hey, this, this is Sasha calling. How you doing, Sasha? That's pretty good. I've been listening to you guys for a while. I've just never called in before. Um, I was actually um, wondering what your guys' opinion on, like, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but, like, Alex Jones, he sells that, like, tangy tangerine stuff and, like, his colloidal silver and stuff like that, like, is that good? Is that decent product? Or do you think he's just, like, shilling and, you know, just trying to make a buck with, like, fear-mongering and stuff? Uh, yeah, probably a little both. I don't know. I never tried ta- tangy, what is it, tangy tangerine? Yeah, never tried it, tangerine. so can't really, it's okay. kind of like tang or something. Well, it it's is? supposed to uh, have drink. a woman's version and a men's version. And I guess it's supposed to, like, increase your libido and, like, um, your uh, digestive system and, like, just your overall, like, health, your colon health as well. Like, it's supposed to sort of, like, cleanse you from the uh, inside out, I guess. Yeah. I personally am not into any supplements or anything like that. I just try to eat as good as I can and eat some vegetables, eat some concerned about how to like counteract like the fluoride and the mercury and like the the Fukushima like radiation. Like I'm just really concerned about this stuff. I have a like a Faraday cage that I sleep or like I sleep in. Um do you guys know Uh about those? Oh yeah. Where you kinda got a like a mesh or something around your Sleeping quarters. Yeah, it's an it's an elevated nest. Right. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen those. I've seen people do those. I was consider maybe trying that out myself. I mean, you know that. So when you get in it and like say you take a cell phone inside or something like that, you can't get a signal. It'll block out all the radio waves, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's. I don't know. It's not. A, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, that's going to probably affect you well, somewhere or another. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if you guys have any experience with, like, gang stalking, but um, I personally am, like, I know, like, 110%, like, that I am being gang stalked. I'm, I'm working on finding out who is actually doing it, but I don't know if you guys know anything about, like, um, microwave frequencies and stuff, but... There's been, uh, for the last two and a half years, there's been all sorts. I've actually documented it um, on YouTube. Um, but I've actually documented where I filmed up in my attic. Um, there, One day I got home. Um, my dog was really sick. I was feeling really sick for a number of days. And I went upstairs to my attic. There's a weird smell coming from up there. And there, I noticed in this little crawl space area, there was all of these wires that I had never seen before and that were definitely not ever in my house before. And I, I know someone's coming in there and I don't know what they're doing, but they're trying to, I think they're trying to kill me. With wires in your attic? Well, no, they put the wires in the attic, but there's also this really nauseous uh, sort of gas smell that's been coming. My dog uh, has been to the vet now five times. Uh, they don't know what's wrong with them. Yeah, I I've, been, I've been feeling really sick, and they there's been really high-pitched frequency noises that I hear at night as well as... Uh, like, I can only describe as, like, uh, there's, like, laser beams, like, fractal sort of laser beams, like, that shine into my house. I've been videotaping it and documenting it. And I don't know what they're doing with the wires, but they're they're definitely coming in my house when I'm not around. Yeah, I've heard people, similar stories, and I've looked into different stuff myself. Uh, I've had my own kind of bizarre experiences, and um, I kind of came to the conclusion that, I mean, if somebody's kind of doing something like that, it's like, I mean, what really can I do about it? I just try to main, maintain my health as best as I can, you know, and try to eat, eat good and stuff like that. And, uh, um, well, so far when you know, people trying to poison you, you know? Like, I don't know. I just don't know what to do. I'm getting really down. It's really starting to affect me. I'm losing I'm losing the fight, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you if you kind of get the idea in your mind, too, that it's there's something like that happening, that could play into well, how you not, feel, you know, of course. But, uh, well, no, I'm yeah, not discounting it, it saying there's it nothing going happening. on, but... It is happening, though. Like, that's the thing. I've documented it. Um, like, I've been documenting it for two and a half years now. Um, uh-huh. So I could convince myself it's not happening. Actually, I probably even couldn't because it's happening. Like like I said, my dog's been super sick. I've been super sick um, to the point sometimes where, like, I can barely even move. And 
I've been to the doctor. I've been to specialists. They don't, they can't explain it. Um, a few of them were saying that, uh, it was some sort of poisoning, but I've, I've been eating normally and healthily and I've gone for all sorts of tests and they've come back inconclusive. So I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like eating healthy can only go so far, you know, like I'm being poisoned. I don't know. I think it might be the government. I don't know what, like what alphabet agency. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I used to make like conspiracy videos on YouTube and I think that's why they're targeting me the same way that they targeted, you know, Michael Hastings, how they blew up his car and stuff. Uh-huh. You know about Michael Hastings? Uh, supposedly they killed him by remote controlling his car into a BMW. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what can you do though? If you got, let's say, you got some scenario like that. I mean, what exactly could you do? You know, if you have, you know, I was hoping you guys might might be able to help because I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, I mean, I. You know, like, like I said, I, know I kind of went through some kind of a similar experience, yeah. but I mean, I kind of, I kind of arrived at the conclusion that, um, you know, if I don't, if if I have, if I'm in a situation that I don't have any control over, I don't have any control over it, and there's not a whole hell of a lot I can do. I mean, I've had some people that maybe I thought were possibly stalking me or following me, and then my my approach to it was like to directly start walking in their direction, and but to not let on that I was, you know, chasing them or anything, but I deliberately walked in their direction and, uh, like some guy in an SUV took off and took off speeding off. And it's like, I put, you know, is it a coincidence that he took off at that particular time or was it something else? Maybe they were trying to rob my neighbor. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, how do you pin, how do you pin anything like that down unless you have some like very definite, you know, well, that's the thing. Um, like, I do undeniable have, I have, proof, you know? I have the contractor who built our home, like the house that I live in, um, as well as like the blueprints with the wiring uh, scheme, like the schematics of the wiring system in in my attic. And those wires, there's like a bunch of like fuse boxes and wires, which I believe is for like uh, electronic surveillance of me. Um, and it's been confirmed by the contractor that those were not there when the house was built. And this was only, it was only built three years ago. So, you know, there were things in my house that were like askew that day. And, uh, since that day, that's when all, you know, all hell's been breaking loose since then. Yeah. I mean, you, if, if you got, if you got some physical proof like wires and, equipment and shit that's set up in your house i mean you could uh document that i imagine and then but i, I don't know what you do with that information like, who do I go? so what yeah what do i do with right that? who would you yeah, like who would you go to let's say it's some sort of government organization or something that's doing something to you like hey, who do you go to you don't well what would you what would you do i mean then you know they'll lock you up in a nut house is what they'll probably end up doing so well, actually, that's, you know that's, that's already happened Actually, I called I called the local police department where I live, 
Um, and they actually did. Uh, they did uh, put me on like a 5150 uh, mental health order or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was in I was in the, the loony bin for three weeks, actually. Yeah, that's what they do. So, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, but, I, but you know, I guess my, my approach, you know, like I, like I told you, is like if, if I'm suspecting or I'm, I'm seeing something like that or, or if I suspect something's going on or something like that, it's like to be confrontational, to confront it, to go directly head on into it and then try to find out as much as you can and do the best you can about it to, to, to prove it to yourself. You have like to prove it to yourself. For my, my thing. It might be the Jesuits as well because um, I made a, a series of YouTube videos um, explaining mm-hmm. how the Holocaust was really like a hollow hoax. It was like uh, grossly over-exaggerated. Um, so I've, I've made a series of YouTube videos about that and about Sandy Hook and like the Boston smoke bomb. And, um, or the firecracker, the Boston firecracker and, uh, the Saturn cubes and stuff like that. So, you know, I think they're all, they're all after me, I think. Well, I do the calls every week and then I've been doing it for four years, over four years and I've been putting up videos and I've been, and I personally. Recording has been completed. Have you exposed anything though, or have you just sort of like, um, like reported uh, things other people like. Well, I don't know if if you know. Here's the thing about it, Sasha, is that there's so much noise out there, and that's that's the situation that everybody's in. It's like there's so many voices and so many people saying things. You know, anybody can have a blog, anybody can have a YouTube channel, anybody can have a Facebook page and say whatever they want. So, how? who would be worried about what you were saying enough to come after you like that? And, you know, I mean, you got to reason this through, you know, you got to, you got to think it through like, okay, what is the intent and purpose? Is, is it to scare me? Cause then you got to show you're not scared. Is it to kill me? They probably would have killed you already. And, and what, you know, what is it? What is what is the objective? What are they trying to do? You know, I mean, what do you think they're trying to do? That's, that's, maybe that's a better slowly question. It's to slowly kill me, I think. And then you, then you say you're sick, you feel sick, and then you're going, and then you, you got some undiagnosable condition, and um, mm-hmm. and dog has almost died five times. Yeah, and then you know it's the you you you're in a situation where um, you know you could tell people about it, and then you know they're going to think you're probably something wrong with you mentally, and uh, you know that's that that you know when I when I talk about stuff that happened to me, it's oh yeah, well Chris is mental, so it's like well okay, I guess if that's what they think, then that's what they think, and then. There's not. I have no control. Let's say that. I guess the point is like, what what do you have control over? Is what you got to figure out. It's like, and then what can I do based on that knowledge? If I, you know, if somebody's out there, some group, clandestine group, something is set out, is set is set out to fuck with me, and and or or do stuff. I can either let it, you know, get to me, or if they're trying to slow me, slowly kill me, or whatever. What can I do about it? I mean, that's that's kind of place where I'm at. I mean, I don't, 
But I I can tell you that I I mean within the last several years anything I haven't had any anything that would indicate that. But um, yeah, so I so I've really never dealt with any situation like that. So I I really wouldn't know what to what to do about it myself. I don't know if you have no control over a situation. I mean it's just kind of like a if you live next to Mount St. Helens and the fucker erupts, I mean, you're either going to get out of Dodge or you're going to you're going to be sucking some ash. That's all there is to it. You got two options. You know what I mean? It's like it's if you got no control over a situation and there's nothing you can do about it. Just that simple. Did you say sucking ash? Yeah. Yeah, like volcanic ash. Oh, ash. Dirt, dust. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know what? It's, you ain't gonna make that volcano stop. You can't stop the full force and weight of the so-called gigantic cult operation that's the government. You know, you can't. No. You know, I, I've illustrated that you can't talk reason with these people. You know, so what? What can yeah. you do? So, you know, the, the more you more you fret about it and stuff that you, you're just uh, helping them damage you, you know, if that's really what's going on, you know, and, but, you know, you sound like you're pretty convinced that that's what's going on, but you're, you're telling me, you're telling me something that, you know, and I've never even spoken to you before, so, I mean, I can't, I can't get a grip on the situation because I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the hell's going on in, in your neck of the woods. But I'm certainly not going to make fun of you or tell you, you you're, that's not happening because I've seen enough crazy shit in my life to know that that's definitely possible. I've seen enough shit. I've seen people do shit that most people probably wouldn't believe. But I've seen it, and I don't even talk about what's it because I don't bother. What's the craziest shit you've seen? I've been in mental house. I've been in nut houses. I've been uh, in jails. I've been uh, I've been around the block a few times, and and um, I I'll just put it this way: I'm surprised more people aren't dead at the hands of you know so-called government people. You know, I mean, you you run into people that simply do not care about another human being's life or ruining their life or anything. I mean, that's it's it's a it's a cult mentality. It's like a it's 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 pretty frightening, but it's it's. I mean, I've I proved it to myself. I'll put it that way. I mean, well, you know, I recently like. Uh, I could barely hear you. I don't know if you're talking. Which one? Um, sounds kind of like you're. Okay, I'll mute 420 until she can fix her audio trouble. Because I can sound like something happened with your phone. So hit star 8 if you maybe try hanging up and calling back or something like that. Rectify that situation. Uh, California. The same dude I was talking to earlier. Let's try to unmute them here. You there, California? Uh-huh. Yeah, how do I hey, do yeah, that? Yeah. Trying to talk, it wasn't working. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Uh, how? How? What happened? I got put on mute or something. That was weird. 
Yeah, I put you on mute because there's this noise coming through, and it, the connection was just dicked up. Sure. So, yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, uh, it seemed like it seemed like I could hear you good now. So, yeah, what's going on there? You're in California. What part of California? Are you in? Uh, 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 we just moved here. Actually, I just moved here from the UK, and uh, I, I just adopted uh, Jim. Uh, he's my adopted son now, and uh, yeah, he's the one that kind of got me into all of this, got me talking about all this. I'm trying to take an interest in sort of his interests, if you know what I mean. And he's been uh-huh. telling me about. Uh, well, the thing that's very interesting is he's what was that? He's been into these like theories and things for a while now, and uh, anyway, ever since he started sort of listening to the show and talking about this, we've had a lot of. Right. Trying to do sorry. I'm sorry, Dad. I didn't mean to play that. Oh, was that you? Yeah. What are you doing there, son? Oh, conspiracy. Conspiracy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we've had, like, weird clicking noise the line. Uh, what about those wires or you tires or something? Excuse me, I didn't catch that. What did you say again? I was talking to Big Jim. I think I don't know what he's doing. Oh. I'll be honest. I mean, I adopted him three months ago, and he's a weird kid. Like, this is what I was going to ask you about. He's he's really kind of he kind of worries me a little because he's obsessed with these conspiracy theories. Like he's convinced someone's tapping right. our phones. Yeah, I actually uh, wanted to convince my neighbor, so I went into her house and her attic, and I put a bunch of wires. In it. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. In that. Now, son, you know that wasn't the right thing to do, though. So you never know what this guy's going to do next, huh? I guess that's what the thing with right? adopted kids. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I adopted him as part of this program for helping underprivileged kids and but uh, he lost his when he was with an accident, and now he just kind of sits around and he, like I say, he's obsessed with all his theories and he's obsessed that somebody's watching us and clapping into the phones and yeah, it's weird. My lights literally just flickered. I'm just not a joke when you said that. But not everything is a conspiracy, okay, son? Like you tell him this, Mister Host. <coughs> Like you explain this to him, like not not everything's a, a conspiracy. I'm recording the call right now, but uh, right, I hope that yeah. doesn't make y'all nervous. That no. doesn't make y'all nervous, does it? Y'all are I'm cool with nervous. that? Yes. And yeah, the NSA is recording your call. What, why are you recording yeah. this call? I thought I thought this call was live anyway. So, I mean, I assume it's being recorded. Yeah, it's live it too. Be right. Right. So what's the probably problem? Probably the NSA is right. listening. I don't know what you can do about it, man. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's a reality. It's the world we live in, right? 
I mean, do you think it's possible someone has tapped the phone lines? Did somebody tap the phone lines? Yeah. I'm having a hard time hearing you guys. Yeah, this is what I mean. Since since we got into the whole conspiracy thing, then the, the phone hasn't been working. Yeah, well, let me put you on mute again, and then uh, no, no. you you can sort that out, and then maybe try to hit star eight or call in under a different uh, moniker, and uh, see if you guys could sort that out. And while you're doing that, if anybody else wants to call in, it's 724-444-7444. And you put in the call ID 90337. And we could talk conspiracy. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, Oh, they dropped off. Well, yeah, it is it. Uh, it's a laughing matter, is it? Okay, that's fine. You could laugh, whatever you want to laugh at. Um, yeah, that's no problem. But there's no such thing as conspiracies. Or there is such thing as conspiracy, or um, or it's all just a big joke. Um, I can tell you this: that there's enough out there that's admitted to that proves that uh, yeah, this shit that's going on it's not in the average person's best interest i put it that way and um yeah basically you live in a system where people are managed and controlled just like uh domesticated animals and if that's a conspiracy then I don't know, wouldn't wouldn't be a conspiracy. That sounds like kind of a conspiracy. A conspiratorial view of things. But is that true? I don't know. What uh, proof do you need that that's true? Uh, just try opening your eyes to reality. Maybe look around you. And look at the fact that everybody is doing the same thing. All at the same time for the same reasons and then you're talking about people having a, a mind of their own do you have any proof of that or a lot of proof to the contrary it's a lot of proof that you live inside of a cult so the conspiracy is so thick it's so broad it's so deep it's so wide that you can't see it because you're like the uh, goldfish in the fishbowl trying to describe water. And uh, yeah, that's where we're at. So it's a big, it is a, it is a conspiracy as, as defined 
and um, but then there's the denial aspect of it to where people tend to get defensive in various ways so that uh, oh, they want to kind of dismiss it as a big joke or it's paranoia nothing nothing to see here folks you know it's a bunch of crazy people talking nonsense about the moon being fake moon hoax being fake about uh, stuff in the media that's being contrived and scripted to put you in a particular mindset as to keep you on the treadmill to keep you working to keep you scared to keep you occupied preoccupied to keep you off kilter uh but that no no it's all natural and it all it's all happened because of the way society just naturally progresses into a situation like this and then you know it's it's everything is everything is as it seems and uh there's nothing to any kind of conspiracy talk Dark Knight's asking me if I've seen document 1035-960. Let's take a look, shall we? Uh, ooh, about three hours have gone by. We could do another few minutes here. Check this out real quick. CIA document 1035-960 concerning criticism of the Warren Report. I'll read the first paragraph real quick. From the day of President Kennedy's assassination on, there's been speculation about the responsibility for his murder, although this was stemmed from for a time by the Warren Commission report, which appeared at the end of September 1964, various writers have had now had time to scan the Commission's published report and documents for new pretexts for questioning, and there has been a new wave of books and articles criticizing the Commission's findings. In most cases, the critics have speculated as to the existence of some kind of conspiracy, and often they have implied that the Commission itself was involved. Presumably, as a result of the increasing challenge to the Warren Commission's report, a public opinion poll recently indicated that 40%, 46% of American public did not think that Oswald acted alone, while more than half of those polled thought that the Commission had left some questions unresolved. Uh, doubtless, polls abroad would show similar or possibly more adverse results. Ah, okay. The trend is an opinion of a matter of concern for the U.S. government, including our organization. The members of the Warren Commission were naturally chosen for their integrity, oh man, experience, and prominence. They represented both major parties, and then and they and their staff were deliberately drawn from all sections of the country just just because of the standing of the commissioners' efforts to impugn their rectitude and wisdom led to cast tend to cast doubt on the whole leadership of American society. Oh, really? Moreover, there seems to be an increasing tendency to hint that President Johnson himself, as the only one person who might be said to have benefited, was in some way responsible for the assassination. Okay. 
Yeah, so a big segment of the population would be conspiracy theorists then, right? Well, right? If you don't believe everything that you're told from official sources, then you're, an, you're a conspiracy theorist. Read the second paragraph. Okay. What do you think is the most pertinent part of this dark night so I can get to the straight to the meat of this bop 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 hmm well let's see da, 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 da. innuendo of such seriousness affects not only the individual concern but also the whole reputation of the American government our organization itself is directly involved, among other facts. We contributed information to the investigation. Conspiracy theories have frequently thrown suspicion on our organization, for example, by falsely alleging that Lee Harvey Oswald worked for us. And this is, you know, supposedly from the CIA. Uh, the aim of this dispatch is to provide material countering and crediting the claims of the conspiracy theorists so as to inhibit the circulation of such claims in other countries. Background information is supplied in a classified section and a number of unclassified attachments. Uh, we do not re recommend that discussion of the assassination question be initiated where it is not already taking place, where discussion is active, uh, addresses are requested, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, to discuss the pub publicity problem with and, and friendly elite contacts, especially politicians and editors, pointing out that the Warren Commission made as thorough an investigation as humanly possible, that the charges of critics are without serious foundation, and that further speculative discussion only pay, plays in the hands of the opposition. Point out also that parts of the conspiracy talk appear to be deliberately generated by communist propagandists, urging them to use their influence to discourage unfounded and irresponsible speculation. Uh, to employ propaganda assets to negate and refute the attacks of the critics. Book reviews and feature articles are particularly appropriate for this purpose. The unclassified attachments to this guidance should provide useful background material for passing to assets. Our ploy should point out, as possible, that the, that the critics are, one, wedded to theories adopted before the evidence was in, uh, politically interested, three, financially interested, uh, four, hasty and inaccurate in their research, or five, infatuated with their own theories. In the course of discussion of the whole phenomenon of criticism, a useful strategy may be to single out Epstein's theory for attack using the attached Fletcher question mark article and spectator piece for background. Although Mark Lane's book is much less convincing than Epstein's and comes off badly, we're confronted with knowledgeable critics. So much more difficult to answer as a whole is because lost in a morass of unrelated details. Okay. Yeah, I pretty much get the point here. So, yeah, the CIA actively trying to discourage any discussion of this. But, you know, I think at this point, the whole JFK assassination thing is so... Oh, I mean, it's all over the place. And it has been for years, and it has been discussed endlessly. And uh, but one, the, one thing that never gets brought out, and it's, it's conspicuously absent, it's something that is... You got to wonder, okay, 
why is this never enter into discussion of the idea that uh, yeah the whole thing was a fake and a hoax and that's one thing like the JFK conspiracy crowd will never touch on hardly except for you know relatively recently with the whole discovery that the uh, oh the Zapruder film was obviously seriously altered and probably fake and hoaxed but uh yeah conspicuous absence how do we know that JFK do you know that JFK got his head blowed off what real evidence do you have and that's something to think about I think Maybe that's something that I could leave people with here on this particular call to think about how much do you actually know about an event like the JFK assassination that you know for certain, that you know without a doubt that actually happened. And I mean all of it, you know, because this it gets in some tricky territory where, you know, stuff that seems to be so damning of the government, you know, that is put out there and they were supposed to latch onto it and accept it as a, a, a as gospel and not question it because, you know, it wouldn't be out there if it was so offensive to the government that it, it must be true. Well, is that really true? I mean... Could there be a situation where you have a so-called event or, you know, an event happens, it's published, it's pumped out into the media, and then alongside of it, there's this alternative explanation to what happened that's put out there with the whole cast of characters and um, a whole other story that's meant to throw people way off the path till where they never even consider that the whole thing was a sham and a scripted, staged hoax event from the very beginning. And it was all to just confuse, to bamboozle, to, to, to keep you guessing, to keep you thinking, to keep you preoccupied and... Another question to ask is, who the hell is John F. Kennedy, and why is he so damn important? Was he the really the president of the United States? What does that even mean? What does the United States even mean? What does that even mean? Do you know, or do you just accept something like you accept uh, oxygen or gravity, or it's just there, and it's always been there, and it's always been true? Because my my. My mom told me, my dad told me, my grandpa told me about it. And, uh, well, unlike oxygen, you can't, you know, you can, you can breathe oxygen, you can experience it, and there's some tangibleness to it. Well, you're talking about the Kennedy assassination, all you have is images and words on paper and stories and, uh, interviews stuff that's on film and uh, do you trust stuff that's on film do you trust the government do you trust you know 
the the whole you know the whole idea that you can trust this stuff is that even a viable idea that i mean i'm talking about questioning the very premise that it's based on i mean for instance why should you care oh it looks like damon's on here let's talk to damon for a minute Hey, Damon. Dude, one minute, that's all I get? Dang, man. No, because I know this is not Damon. This is that dude from California calling in as Damon. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> gonna, I wish I was in California, man. You're going to start playing uh, no agenda sound effects on your call. Yeah, no, what's going on, man? I don't have any software to do anything like that. Well, I mean, I guess I could download something to do that, but, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm really not into the effects, but, uh, nothing, man. I just, oh, I can't hey. nobody's, you have like 17 people in the chat here, but nobody's calling in. Dang, man. Hang on, man. Not too loud. It's the one and only. Damon from Maybank, Texas. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to do that. Negligent in my duties. Yeah, man. So, how how you doing? What what's been going on? Good, man. I've been busy. Just fields to cut and time to seed the field, and just busy. Just busy with everything. So work, you name it, man. It's going on right now. So I've been too busy to call him, and I've, my computer went down. I had to rebuild my computer and. So I'm like, uh, wow. I'm a bunch of episodes behind, and I've actually enjoyed the silence going to work. Uh, so I've just been sitting in silence and enjoying window time and air time and, you know, just having the windows down and enjoying the cruise to work. So, But, yeah, man, nothing. Yeah, I never play on. radio when I'm in my car or truck or whatever. Well, I don't play the radio. I listen to the podcast or I listen to some podcasts and, Tim's always recommending podcasts, so I'm always checking those out, too. So I always have something going on, and, you know, i got, like, the Bible on CD, the Book of Enoch on CD. So I do, I do use my CD player sometimes to, like, listen to old manuscripts and books and stuff, so books on tape, per se. So, But I'm not into fiction or anything. I do all nonfiction, so. But, um... You don't listen yeah, to audio books? Yeah, I listen to audiobooks and stuff, but it's not, it's hard to find, like, the stuff that John talks about in the books that you've talked about in the past. You can't really find those on audiobooks. You can find, um, Carol Quigley's book, I think, on an audiobook. I think I have that somewhere. I've listened to that a couple of times, but, uh, yeah, so. Tragedy and Hope? That's a huge book, man. Yeah, that it is. A, that would be a big audio file. Yeah, I think I have that somewhere. Someone's actually reading it. Of course, I have the Von Mises books on CD. I've listened to those a couple of times. And, you know, it's a lot to take in. When you're driving, you just kind of like, sometimes I'll be 20 miles down the highway and not even realize how I got there. I mean, I know how I got there, but, you know, I wasn't sleeping, but I was awake and just, like, thinking and deep thought. So and I got stuff going on in the car, and it's like, oh, the CD's over, and it started over. I didn't even know. <laughs> so... But, 
Yeah, man. I feel like uh, I feel like I haven't made made good use of my summer because you know we have these long days and I have all these big plans to get a pecan farm going, pecan tree farm going, and I need to do my seedlings. Oh, yeah. and I just got a lot of stuff to do on my list, and I just haven't got to it all. So. But, uh, I hear you, man. Yeah, I get all these grandiose ideas and shit that I'm going to do and, and then uh, days go by and it's like ah, I haven't even got started yeah, but yeah doing, I know what you mean yeah, I've been doing a lot of automotive stuff man I've had a lot of stuff breaking with brakes and just all kinds of weird stuff window regulators and I had two go out like within a week and uh, a starter went out I may have already told you some of that, but uh, it's like I had back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back problems. So I had to be towed from Dallas once, and my car got stuck in a parking garage in Dallas. So it's just like, man, it's horrible. So, but uh, I think hopefully all those woes are behind me, and my car keeps going, but we'll see. So, so yeah, man, that's what's been going on. So I can't I can't believe though out of all the people on this call that one person is calling in. It's like ridiculous. Look at all these people in this chat. Crazy. And then uh got uh gag callers, hoax callers calling in. Oh really? That's funny. I miss those. Yeah, I think the last couple of call or enters were hoaxers, fakers. Oh, okay. Hoaxers in that they just were trying to get your goat or something? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know what they were trying to do. I wish they would be funny or something. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like waiting for some to say something, but it's like, uh, just dicking around. I guess yeah. that's, uh, I always got the mute, so. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, um, yeah, I just, um, I just, uh, say what I need to say, and then hopefully somebody calls in, and, uh, yeah, if they don't, I can always end the call early or whatever, doesn't matter, I don't have yeah. a set time, I mean, I have to stop the call, I got it figured out to where I think I can go three and a half hours, and, the file size gets too... I changed it where I could go longer, but, uh, you know, there's still a file upload limit. So if I go beyond that, it'll uh, keep me from uploading the call because <clears throat> it's a it's a 104 megabyte limit. Which yeah, is pretty uh, generous for TalkShoe. TalkShoe's pretty generous. That's cool. Yeah, man, the other thing I've been working on is my RV. Uh, then uh, I, I'm having to redo the roof, you know, because I bought an RV with a bad roof on purpose. Of course, I knew it was bad, but uh, that's how I got it on the cheap. But, but anyway, I'm up there scraping stuff off. I'm trying to decide if I want to redo all the rubber and take all the the wood off, the plywood, and redo all the plywood and cut it. And uh, man, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, that's like a that's probably a three day job at least. I saw a there's a guy on YouTube, and thankfully he put. Uh, his like his job on YouTube and showed how he redid it. So I think if I redo that, I think I'm gonna go put it on YouTube because I've like stolen so much stuff off YouTube, like how to do this or that or how to drop a transmission. And I mean, there's been so much things 
that have been given to me off YouTube for free. It's like, man, I need to, I need to like give back. So I need to, what I want to do is film this. When I redo the roof, I want to like film it all and then put it all on YouTube and show people like what I ran into. Cause there's not really a lot of videos <clears throat> on RVs on how to do that for free. Now there's a lot of people who sell DVDs and that sort of thing at these like RV shops and online, you know, if you type in, uh, how to redo an RV roof? You get this guy's website, and he tells you like like 50 hours of DVDs, and they're probably really good. The uh, demonstrations that he did online were really good about how to do all that kind of work. But um, and it was really in depth, at least the 10 minutes that he lets you look at for free. But um, yeah, so I, I'd like to like give back and start like putting all this mechanic work I do on my tractor, which my tractor's been broken too, so I've been working on that. Uh, doing a head gasket job on it, but uh, yeah, I should be putting that stuff on YouTube because I like run into these weird things, and I got to go back to the auto parts store, and it's like uh, 25 minutes into town to get to the auto parts store to go get all the parts I need for my tractor. And half the time, I don't even have them because it's such a weird, like 1975 tractor. So, but um, yeah, man, I've been thinking a lot about that. I really need to start giving back at least something that you know, because I could make a you know, I think you were working on, like, a film. I don't know whatever happened with that, but uh, I know you were editing something and working really hard on something. And I kind of wanted to, like, be part of something like that where, you know, you're outing masons or you're you're talking about masonry or you're talking about something fakery within the world. But, man, that's so hard to... It, it's just so hard to... It's not hard to get an audience for that, but it's hard to validate any of it because we're not in the club, you know. So something that's real, though, that can be validated, you know, I can replace brakes on a 2001 Acura and show people how to do it because there's not really any job, any YouTube out there to show how to do that. So that's something real that I can, like, give back and help people with. And if I want to mention something in the comments about something, I certainly can, but you know, like about Masons or whatever, but uh, or click here for my blog or something like that, which I don't even have one, but I could put your blog in there, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you could always do that. Put it in your tractor videos, too. Yeah, there you go. For absolutely. more information, go to hoaxbusterskull.com. Yeah. And I'll mention something about tractors. Yeah, what yeah. you do is the planned obsolescence in these tractors, I don't know if there is any, because this thing just keeps going. I mean, I've ran this thing when it's been overheated, and I just kept running it and running it till I burned up the oil in it, and it just, it's still running. It's like, I, I can't kill this tractor if I want to. So, I mean, it's dead right now because I got a bad blown head gasket, but I know that's because I let it get too hot because my water pump went out. So, but, um, anyway, yeah, so I've been thinking a lot about, like, giving back and stuff. So, Speaking of giving back, did you ever get that video series that you were working on? Did you ever publish that? Uh, I was working on it last night, as a matter of fact. That I, oh, I had cool. worked on it for a while, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to. I think I got. I think I got my my equipment situated to where, you know, I got an external video processor card for forty bucks. I found and kind of helps speed the process because that's that's the problem with force it just takes so damn long i mean it's like you, you can't maintain a train of thought you know when you're trying to wait forever for a video clip to process you know yeah but um i think i see i had to i had to stop what i was doing and kind of 
figure out what I was going to do to address that issue because it was just, it's like, man, this is just going to kill it for me because I can't really, you know, it's just taken forever just to do one little small segment. And, you know, so I had to, so I had to figure something out. And I, I think I've, I, th I think I found a solution. I'm not so sure yet, but, uh, you know, that's not, that, not requiring me to buy a new computer, you know, because I, I just can't do that right now. But, yeah, I, I think I got it sorted out. So, yeah, I'm going to be working on it. I'm just going to try to just plow through it and and get it done. Because I, I got all the material to put it together, and I got a lot of the stuff kind of, you know, s scripted out and everything. It's just a matter of putting it all together. And, uh... Yeah, it just takes time, man. Video just takes shit tons of time. And then I get oh, yeah. to a point to where, yeah, I'm like, oh, this needs to be in there, but I can't freaking find it. And I know I saw it somewhere online, and you know how that is. It's just, yeah, it's really time-consuming. But, yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll have it out before September 11th. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that, that's, your, uh, that's your release date, huh? Uh, tentative, yeah, maybe. That's coming up though. It's July, so it's yeah, like, man, it's right around shit. the corner. Holy smokes! Yeah, yeah, it's just. But you know, I'll get done what I could do, and you know, if I can't get it done, oh well. You know, just next September maybe, and then I could just really just freaking finagle it and tweak it and just. Because, I don't know, I kind of like doing things that way. Taking my sweet-ass time, just making it as good as I can, and then not having to worry about any kind of a deadline. But then there's the danger of it never getting done. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like you have to set some kind of end goal for yourself. I mean, because the thing is, it's like with any project, it's like you don't, if you don't even put any pressure on yourself to get it done, it may never get done. So I'm not saying you should stress yourself out over it, but uh, yeah, certainly having some kind of goal to work for that's reasonable is uh, not a bad thing. I don't think. So. But, yeah, it'll uh, get done. I just got to keep on chipping away at it. And but it's like the long, the more I work on this thing, the bigger it gets. It's like. Okay, well, I got to stop at some point and get it, get everything kind of pared down and, you know, in focus what I'm going to do, you know. So I never did anything like this. So it's kind of all, it's all learning process. But hopefully it'll turn out good. I yeah, think I think so, man. After, after hearing you and Jay go around around, I did make it through that call. That, man, you guys are really uh, something together. I think uh, you guys talked about a lot of things. Uh, he, he's able to drag things out of you that uh, you have in the back of your head that you don't really talk about all that often. So um, I thought you guys had an awesome call together. So Yeah, I yeah, think it went really well, too. And, yeah, hopefully he'll come back on again. And, yeah, I, I thought it was a really good call. And, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, okay, so... You know, I've talked to the guy a couple of times, and you know, so me and John are talking. We're, you know, having this conversation, and it's like, well, you know, he might not be right in line with a lot of a lot of the stuff that we're saying and all that, but still, it's like, you know, if all the stuff he's coming out with, either has some kind of, uh, 
uh, correlation to what we're talking about, and it just reinforces it really without without it being in any way at all, you know, scripted or, you know, it's just the way that you know. I mean, it's, it's the truth, though. I mean, so you don't have to, you know, finagle it or do any pre-preparation or anything like that for it to kind of unfold like that, you know, because you're. You're both dealing in the arena of truth, so you're going to have all this common ground, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's very natural. The conversation goes and comes uh, comes out very natural, and it just comes off as flowing. And it's like listening in to two guys just sitting around talking about stuff. <laughs> of, of, very, of very interesting stuff, though. This ain't like, you know, talking about the weather and uh, watching grass grow. This is uh, that was good stuff, so really appreciate you guys putting that out there yeah i enjoy it and um yeah it um yeah it helps me to yeah remember shit and uh kind of yeah stokes those uh those embers there were was kind of stuff that was kind of forgotten about and then yeah it, yeah it brings the memory and then Oh yeah, that's that's another subject that is a um, kind of a whole whole other arena to go into on certain things. You know, it's like <coughs> yeah, um, yeah. It is it is sometimes hard to like yeah you know, like like tonight. I don't know if it's the best call. Sometimes you get into a mode, and then it's uh, kind of hard to think of something that the conversation doesn't flow or that you know and then other times it does you know so yeah but uh well, yeah, you two are quite uh, prepared together and y'all did an excellent job so uh it's good stuff man very good stuff yeah thanks man uh i wish i could trigger uh something like that in you but uh i don't think i have the background that jay does that that's the thing too is like everybody who comes on these calls or everybody that you guys have on have a different perspective whether or not they're on board 100%, you know, they do have something to offer, whether, you know, some of them may be controlled op, not saying Jay is, or anyone else you guys have had on, but I'm just saying that even uh, e even the people that you talk to, even though they may not believe like the way you do, you guys still are having some very good conversations that you really, you're not going to get that anywhere else. I mean, unless you're going to some kind of ivory tower lecture and then that that's going to be very protected and they're, they're going to have like safe zones they're going to have zones where you're not going to be able or not safe zones they're going to have subjects that you're not going to be able to discuss within a debate or these ivory tower uh, discussions that go on you know where you pay to go to some kind of talk or whatever so um, but yeah the stuff that you guys are talking about even though you're coming from two different perspectives the, the when you get into philosophy I mean, everything is based on philosophy that we see in society. All the systems that are around us, all the education system, uh, the way they teach us about reality and materialism, all those things are, uh, come from philosophy of control. So, you know, when you guys get into philosophy and start bouncing stuff back and forth about, uh, you know, why is this going on? Well, it goes back to this philosophy, and this person wrote this, and he came from this school, and he comes from this line of thought. Um, you know that's that's really interesting to think about and to acknowledge and to uh, consider, take into consideration. So, yeah, it's being, rare being to run across somebody that's got a 
that are not in your best interest. Right, yeah. right. It's a bummer. Yeah, it's, I said it's rare to run across somebody that's got that much education and then is still, you know, willing to go to go that route with it, you know? Yeah. And, because uh, you get, usually what happens to people, I think, is they get so invested into the system that they don't even want to explore those areas, but, uh, yeah, Jay definitely does, so that's, that's a good thing. And I uh, wish more more people like that would do that, but uh, yeah, he's yeah he's a rare individual. But yeah, yep. I, yeah, I appreciate that call. Those calls and really good. Yeah, I guess it's almost time, man. Three and a half hours of conversation and. Uh, yeah, thanks, Damon. Should call in sooner, man. I know you're busy. Well, I, I would have joined earlier. I was out, uh, I was actually trying to get my tractor going, and uh, I came in and took a shower and thought, I wonder if Chris is still on, and there you were. So, yeah, I'm glad you called in, man. Yeah, sorry. How's I didn't the weather in Maybank? Uh, hot, I you got the but I love it. Weather. I love hot weather. You can have the cold all day. I love the hot weather. Oh, so. I do too, man. I, 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 oh man, me too. I, I like I, I like the hot weather. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I don't doesn't bother me at all. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so you can call in earlier next Monday. All right, man. I'll see what I can do. Cool. All right, dude. All right, Chris. Take, Take care. care. Have a good night. You too. Uh, yeah, who's here? Oh, we got, uh, Adam Miller, Bootleg Bill, Bootleg Bill, man, good to see you here, Charles A. 54, L.O.M.R., Big Box Moving Flat Earth, Jim China, K. Hamad, Piranaj, Dark Knight Network, Damon Ozzy, Waitress 7, and Yapo, Choke, Yaponcha, okay. Alright, everybody, thanks for hanging out this long. Thanks, Damon. Thanks to caller inners from California. Thanks to the hoax, hoaxer, uh, caller inner, touchstone terrorist, and the uh, caller uh, network. And yeah, we'll try to do it again next Monday. And I do an afternoon commute in between time. So check that out and check out hoaxbustercall.com and comments reviews are nice donations are nice and that's about all i got to say for this evening have a good night and take care